in five, four, three, two, one. Obi Trice, real name, no gimmicks. Who are you? He had a voice that could make a Wolverine purr. That's what I'm talking about, man. Wait a minute, I know you. Check out the name tag. You're in my world now, Grandma. I know that, dude. He's a modern-day Yoda. I'm your huckleberry. Allow myself to introduce myself. Greetings and salutations. We came, we saw, we kicked it down. You're excited. Feel these nipples. That boy's good. Mm-hmm. Good and terrible. Well, I have a microphone, and you don't. So you will listen to every damn word I have to say! This is the Mike Rutherford Show on the Big X. Sportos, motorheads, geek bloods, wasteoids, dweebies, they all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude. All right. All right. All right. All right. Welcome everybody, it is Wednesday, June 28th, this is the Mike Rutherford Show, we're coming to you from the, once again, remote University of Louisville College of Business Studios here in Jeffersonville, Indiana. Visit business.louisville.edu to see what the UofL College of Business can do for you, including getting you your MBA in just 12 months, business.louisville.edu. We're on the air today from 3 until 6 here on 1450 AM, 961 FM, streaming all over the land, you know us better as the Big X. Uh, Mike Rutherford here with Trevor Kelsey on a Wednesday. And I, I hate doing this like a week after being gone, but I'm, I'm playing hurt today. I don't know if you can can hear. It's been a rough day. If if I hadn't been on all this is all honesty. If I hadn't been on vacation last week, I would not be here today. I do not feel good. This is going to be a TK heavy day. I feel oh, like. Oh, good lord. TK text line heavy day, which means we may have a, a full half hour of just wrestling talk. I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to talk about. I haven't had cable for three days. What, update me there. Yeah, I have not I, heard. I, so, Power's still out? You like the, I feel like everybody I know who had their power go out has had theirs on for like 48 hours now. Oh, yeah. It's just you. I mean, this is this is like ESPN2 and, 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 and Comedy Central all over again on the cable network. Like, I'm the last one to, to get to, to get it. <laughs> I don't know where you were back in the 90s when ESPN2. Comedy Central get, took me forever. Oh, so, I mean, it used to drive me nuts. I think, I think they were like season four of South Park by the time I even got it. Which was was irritating in itself, and when they put that North Carolina Duke game on ESPN two, and I, had I to remember like, that I had to like make friends with this kid in my in my seventh grade class who I didn't even like because he had it, so I could just go hang out at his house and watch the game. <laughs> Probably paying for karma points on that one still today, but not, <laughs> either way, <laughs> that's the things you can, we we do right uh, to see a basketball game. But uh, yeah, I just so uh, like yesterday the, I, we, we, the 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 update from LG E was. It'll be last night by 11, which I wasn't holding my breath. And then when I saw the name of Bats game, I was like, this is like the comic stars like lining up. It's like, Trevor, you can hang out here at the studio again one more night because the electricity's not coming on. But I thought, I'm going to give it a shot. I'm going to go down. I'm going to go home for a little bit. I did. lg e was on the street overworking. I'm like, this might be a good sign. Uh, I they, left. they know exactly how to get your hopes up. They, they, you they, see they those, did. You they see did. those lights flashing in the middle of the night, and you're like, ooh. Ooh. And then on top of it, the streetlights across the literally across the street from me came on around nine fifteen. Oh, it's the worst. And not all of them, but half of them. I'm like, okay, they're, they're the cross street just got power. You know, part of me is thinking I hate you bastards. The other part is thinking I might be next. Sure. 
And I sit there and wait, and I wait, and like 20 minutes later, those lights go actually go back off. Oh. And I feel worse for those people. And by 10 o'clock, they haven't, yeah, no, they had teeth for like 30 minutes maybe. And by 10 o'clock, they hadn't come back. I said, I'm, I'm, I'm calling it. I'm tapping. Calling time of death. Uh, heading back to the studio. Stopped on the way here and got the room at the the quality in. I like the room I had the night before better. Should just. Oh, cat- for a second, I thought you were going to say you slept here. No, 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 no. I, I, I didn't. I didn't do that. I thought about it, but I didn't do it. I kind of wish I had because the room they get on the third floor last um, on Monday night. And I had a nice room. It was nice and cold and uh, good room right by the vending machine. I got second floor last night. It sucked. Double queen bed. It's not enough room. Did anybody remember you? They're, no, they did not. <laughs> it's a different clerk. Ah. Desk. I am a little upset at the desk clerk, though. Okay. Because Scoots texts I, I text, Scoot text me and asks me about power and yada, yada, and there's your first drink of the day. And I said, uh, he said, you know what you should do? You should, since you're right around the corner, you should just get up and go do KRC, and I can take the day off, and then you just go back to your room and go to sleep and tell me you want a late checkout. I thought, that's a great idea. You know, the late checkout part, everything else, you know, that's a hit and a miss, swing and a miss. But I like the late checkout thing's great. So I, when I checked in, I was like, can I get a late checkout, like, maybe, like, 1 o'clock? Like, I'll pay a little extra if I have to. Sure. And she's like, oh, yeah, it's no problem. You have to pay extra. I'm going to put a note on here. 11.05, my phone is ringing in the hotel room. Will you be checking out with us today, sir, or are you going to stay an extra day? I'm like, I was supposed to have like a late time. Well, that is unfortunately it's not noted on your account. Uh, I'm like, well, can you? It's like I can give you to eleven thirty-eight or eleven thirty, like eleven thirty. I'm like, it's in twenty minutes, dude. I was like, I like, tell you what, I was like, let me get, I'll get up, I'm gonna take a shower, I'll get, I'll get out of here. I ended up leaving like about ten after ten after noon, and uh, head home. Listen, listen, to little Spears on sports. Uh, I'm surprised he didn't include you. I noticed on the text thread for his show topic of. The great summer radio of what is your top three favorite sitcoms? <coughs> oh. Everyone replied. Then everyone made him mad by giving him honorable mentions. He wasn't happy with that. What do you mean? Well, I. Oh, they, they wouldn't just do the, their top three. They would have. Yeah, add so, more. so Scoot sent his top three in, which actually really surprised me a little bit. Hit me with Scoot's top three. Because his number one is probably in my top five. And I I never really knew anybody that probably really would have like ranked this show as high as he did. Wings, other than no, <laughs> no, it was, it was not Wings. It was now I got to find the text. Um, okay, num- number three is I hate saying this this show because I, I know I'm gonna screw it up. The, the Creek Show that was on Netflix and can we not say that? We can, but I I always Bleeps Creek. The problem is, is that I, the way I pronounce words, I would screw it up in some way that the FCC would find a way to find us. About Schmidt? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, number two is a show I never got into because I always thought it was an office ripoff. Does that tell you what I'm thinking of? Parks and Rec. Amen. I still, I've never seen it. I've seen clips here and there. I always laugh at the clips. People always tell me I should watch it. I've never seen it. I laugh at the Chris Pratt clips, and I always laugh at the, the Ron Swanson clips. That's the Unreal's. But I, I'm saying the thing it is, is the Amy Poehler character is such a wannabe Michael Scott to me. Have you ever seen? I the, can't get past it. I just never could. Have you ever seen the outtake where they t- they're doing the thing Amy about Poehler. the the comeback, great comeback stories on on, and, and on that show? It's an out. It's an outtake. I don't think it was ever actually an actual show. Chris Pratt's like Kim Kardashian. 
And yeah. I, I can't finish the rest of this. <laughs> the, when he's like, in that video, she... <laughs> and the, I think I know what I you're talking about. Every yeah. single time I Oh, laugh. yes, yes. <laughs> it always pops up my... Yeah. And like, everybody just loses it. It's a, it's a huge... Uh, it took me a minute, but when I said the actual phrase you said on the air in yes. my head, yeah. it ringing in my head, I remember that now. Yes. <laughs> I think that is an outtake, by it, the way. It is. Yeah, I laugh it every single time hilarious. it pops up on my reels. Like, nobody uh, can keep it together. And number one is the show again. I it, Weirdly enough, I told John... Josh or uh, board up the other, like a couple weeks ago. I thought this is my my favorite, most underrated sitcom, and that is My Name Is Earl. Okay, which I I, I, I don't know. I think you've seen it. I liked it back in the day. I don't think I ever watched it from like start to finish. But if it was on, it's only when four I get seasons. From school, I'd watch a few yeah. episodes here and there, and I always liked it. Uh, and I, I'd never like it's. I, mean, I wouldn't say it's my favorite. It's, it's if it hadn't had only four seasons and ended on a. This is not, I guess, a little spoiler, but it ends on a to be continued on a cliffhanger. Oh, that sucks. Because they had some issues with Fox and they pulled it. And the, the creator, they supposedly there was issues with like the content. They wanted him to pull it back. He didn't want to. And he just was basically like, I'm taking the show and I'm, you know, gone. And they tried to like move it to somewhere else, but it didn't happen. And he ended up doing another show on Fox called Raising Hope, which is decent and it's pretty good if you like My Name is Earl, but it's not, it's not as good. So that, that actually surprised me. Was that was his his three? Uh, TJ, I don't think should surprise you. His was uh, number three, Full House. Okay, num- interesting. Uh, more interesting when number two is South Park. Okay, and then number one. Do you want to take a guess what his number one is? The Office. Yes, okay. he's a huge, huge Office. I like the nerd. Office a lot. Uh, and Roush texts in with his number one, obviously The Office as well. His number two, Home Improvement. Interesting. I didn't see that in Roush. I love Home Improvement as well. Uh, and number three, this one also kind of caught me off guard with Roush, New Girl. That uh, that surprises me. You're not a New Girl guy, right? I've never seen it. It's it's not bad. It's, it kind of jumps a shark after halfway through, but I, I thought it had some moments. And then everybody started sending their honorable mentions, and Spears is uh It's just, tough to limit it to just three. Yeah, Spears is like, I didn't... <laughs> I told you dip bleeps. I only wanted three, not your honorable mentions. Well, <laughs> it's kind of mad about it. <laughs> classic Summer Spears. I, even Dennison. How did you not get tagged? As Dennison chimed in. He's on this thread. Dennison came in with my number one Seinfeld. They my, get wait, wait, did they get tagged on Twitter? No, this was on a, 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 a text thread. Oh no, no, nobody brought me in. Yeah, you're not on. There's Dugan. I don't think so. Don't. Feel I don't bad. think I have anybody's number on that besides. Well, uh, may, TJ. That because you called him James for the first year. Uh, We're over that. <laughs> we did. We did a pregame show together. Buried the hatchet. I called him James. I called him pregame twice. show. I, I wouldn't. I think you're playing fast and loose with that. You 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 might get 45 minutes late for an hour pregame show. I was like 15 <laughs> minutes late for an hour pregame show. No, I was told that no, it was going to be at a different time. You were there for 15 minutes, is what you mean? No, nah, I was there for I was there for an hour and 15. I was supposed to be there for an hour and 30. And I was told, <laughs> first of all, and I was going to be way later until you were like, uh, "Where are you?" And I was like, "Well, I was told to be here at a specific time." I was like, "Who's just going to say you went to the wrong ballpark?" Because they all look alike. No, and you were like, <laughs> you, "You were like, uh, we're going after the bats." I'm like, "Well, Dugan told me <laughs> set time, so I was going off of what the boss said." Uh, Dennison's second is uh, Seventy Show, and then Fresh Prince of Bel Air, which uh, Fresh Prince also made uh, uh, Nick's honorable mention. Okay. So I guess since you're not on the thread, and, and for those that are actually caring or wondering what mine were, one was Seinfeld, two King of the Hill, and three How I Met Your Mother. I think I'd have to have Seinfeld in the top three. I don't think it'd be number one. Is it cliche to put it number one? 
I mean, or it, is it just? I mean, I don't know if cliche is the right word. I think it's. It, it, I'm sure it's a pretty common number one. Yeah, a lot of people like it. I would honestly, I'd probably have the Office in the top three too. I love the Office. I did. I just the fact I can't put it in a, li- down a list of a show that I never could get all the way through. Really. Yeah, that's that's tough. Yeah. Um, like I finished New Girl, even the God, the last season of New Girl made the last season How Much Your Mother look like Emmy winning, war winning. It was so bad. I'm not even sure what, like, because HBO shows don't count as sitcoms. No, I, I wouldn't get it because The Wire would be number one for me. Seinfeld too. Um, I, I might have BoJack Horseman up there if that counts as a sitcom. I mean, that's on Cartoon Network, right? It's on Netflix. Netflix. Oh wow, he put the uh, Creek Show. And that's a Netflix show. On yeah, that. I think that. I don't think that's Netflix. I think that was like Showtime. Is the sitcom just does it have a sitcom is, is traditionally just, you would think comedy, right? Yeah, it's what the com is for. Oh, okay. It's a Situational down. comedy. Yeah. Huh. Let's see. Look at that. You're teaching me already. I think we've had this conversation before. <laughs> like in a rom com, but rom com has a hype, and sitcom is like a one word. Yeah, I mean, it's just I mean, I don't know. I think I think you're really has it dropped? Has it dropped the hyphen over time? And just is it actually supposed to have a hyphen in it? And no one just uses it anymore. No, I think it's it's just how that's how language works sometimes. Uh, okay. Yeah, sitcom situation comedy. It's like the R's in Boston, it's just they got lost. Uh, I like. I mean, off the top of my head, I'd have to think more about this. Those are, are oh, come the, on, the I first three. I did just waking up. Those are the first three that I would go with. Okay, that's not bad. Yeah, I mean, I, there was a point in time where I really liked South Park. And really like some other cartoon shows that are just faded for me. Bojack Horseman was good from start to finish. It's got to be it. something I feel like you've watched at least all the way through. Yeah, and it's something that you like could watch again. Yes, I think rewatchability exactly. And, and even like I said, cause, for sitcoms at least, because how much Mother's last season was bad. I mean, it, but I'll get eight, eight out of nine seasons. I'll take. And like my honorable mentions were My Name Is Earl, Seventy uh, Show was also on there. Is my, my second honorable mention, which is in the same boat as How I Met Your Mother. I'd have news radio up there. We talked news, about that yesterday. Yeah, like news, news radio is good. I actually referenced that earlier today to somebody else. Yeah, we, I think we talked about it yesterday. Show. Yeah, and it, it only went, I think, four seasons as well, four or five. Because um, after Hartman passed away, they did like one year with um, uh, what's the the guy the the, the scout from uh, League of Their Own, John Lovitz. He replaced him for like a year, and it was not the same, obviously. Uh, and then the other one I put on there is a Kevin. I think a show that doesn't get enough respect for me, and that's Rescue Me. I, I've always was a big fan. I never of that really show. watched it, but I heard good things. I, I think I don't recommend it if if you're not a Dennis Leary fan, then you probably wouldn't like it. It's Dennis Leary's character, the way he is, and his stand up, and his his mannerisms through and through. But it's I thought it was. I mean, for a show that went, I think it went eight or nine seasons, maybe, and it was good all the way through for me. Okay. That's thinking of a movie. I don't know. This is probably going to make my list here for you. Have you have you ever seen The Ref with Dennis Leary? I have not. Ooh, what's a, are you? The do you ref. like Dennis Leary at all? I'm fine, man. I could take him or leave him. I mean, other than when he plays quarterback for UK, I feel like he always plays the exact same character. Oh, he does. And he's always like kind of except like, in except in Dumbo Drop, kind of like angry ale. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's that's him in Rescue Me. Like I said, it's he's a stereotype, but if it's something that you, that tickles your fancy, then he's good in that. And in The Ref, he plays that. To a perfect tee, along with Kevin Spacey and uh, I'm trying to remember the other the woman in the movie now. It's going to kill me. I want to say like Angel. It's not. It's not it'll drive me nuts. But it's it's a very good movie, especially if you like his his style. Is it safe to assume this is like a '90s movie? Oh God, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just like yeah. This this was. 
<laughs> I would say I would have to say. I mean, other the only other movie probably is good. The only best Kevin Smith. It's best Kevin Smith. Or Kevin Smith. Dennis Leary movie, other than maybe his small role in uh, Suicide Kings. Okay. Which have you seen Suicide Kings? I've never seen Suicide Kings. Oh, that one's going to make the list, too. I've seen Natural Born Killers. <laughs> He's in that? I forgot. I believe he is. <laughs> you sure it's not Woody Harrelson? Maybe it is. Okay. <laughs> maybe that's who I'm You've had a tendency of making think people all look alike. <laughs> one time yesterday. You you win one of these things, and you're just going to hold it over my head forever. No, I won the Rudy Dad argument, too. You did not win the Rudy Dad argument. Oh, yeah. I won that off the Baby Gronk d- debate, remember? No, it was a I ter- pulled it around on you, and you were like, uh. No, it was a terrible comment. A- in fact, I think your exact quote was, duh. <laughs> no, my uh was because it was the stupidest comparison I've ever heard in my entire life. But yesterday, yes, <laughs> the, the the Gabrielle Union, which first of all you couldn't name her either. I still, I, I'll be honest with you. I think she's the one married to like D Wade, right? She was. That's the only. Are, are I, I can't tell you what she's other famous for other than that. Really, I never really knew she was to begin with. She was fa- she was big like in the two thousands when you were I think off the oh, kind of off the grid. Yeah. yeah. What did, what did she do that was famous that made the was she was she an athlete? She was in a bunch of she was in like Love and Basketball. She was in like a bunch of movies like oh, that. That's Mary's movie. It's, it's a huge Mary movie. Yeah. Um, she was. She had a, a moment like in the two thousands where I feel like she's in Bad Boys two. Like oh a, yeah, yeah. She she plays the uh, the Marcus the uh, the one who hooks up Will Smith. Yes, she was yeah. in a bunch of those movies. Uh, she was in. She also got to play like speaking of you know being in Friends. She was kind of the the like the the, the token black girl in a lot of the like teeny bopper movies at the end of the nineties. Like Ten Things I Hate About You. She's in that. I don't remember her being in that. She is. She's in. She's all that. She's like. The, she's the. She's the black girl in, in these movies. But, <laughs> she's all that. I, I. I. don't remember her in that movie either. Yeah. I know the movie, but. But that's when she. She. She got very famous at that point, and then she. Yeah, married Dwayne Wade. I think they're still married because Dwayne Wade has all the issues with his first wife, I believe. Yeah, he. They did a commercial not long ago. I think like anything you can do, I can do better. Commercial. Yeah, I think they're still married. Uh, that's what I thought. I something about ten things about you. For some reason, other than the the two main characters, Sledger and Styles. The only thing I always remember about that movie is just how cool the high school looks. It's a very cool. High that's a, it's an actual high school in Seattle. Uh, we've had this yeah. discussion yeah. before. Yeah, it feels real. That, yeah, that's the that's the best part of the movie. I'm like I'm just awestruck by watching, looking at the the background most of the time. It's a very cool football field and very cool school. I might actually show up to class if I went there. I don't. I, I don't know about that. Well, I mean, I, I wouldn't sure. say I would go to class. I would show up to the school. Maybe there's Not probably sure lots of great that. places to hide and get hide and get high. Uh, but Trevor still no <laughs> power. by the way, no power right. at the house. No. Uh, it, it, Hopefully, we're not spending a third straight night at the Quality Inn. Uh, the, the, now, currently, it says like six or seven, I think, on the outage map. And they are working on the, my street. They actually had to go behind my in my back through my backyard and cut down part of a tree, which I think may have led to some of the electrical issues. With I'm sorry. Not my tree. It's okay. I have a quick update from yesterday's show as well. We talked about the, at the near the end of the show. We were talking about uh, beef jerky came up. And I mentioned that. Yeah. You know, back in like the early days of Card Chronicle, this guy had reached out and he'd just like, "Hey, weird tradition my brother and I do every year around the NCAA tournament. We make all this different kinds of beef jerky. We'd love to send you some." And he did, and I was like, "I would never do that again." The guy reached out to me last night. Was like the he, jerky guy? He found the old thread from it was 2010. With th- thread on like Facebook, the email face- thread that like he didn't in- initially oh, sent. Wow, me. Well, you have the same email. You might still have it too. I do. Yes. <laughs> so he was like, he's like, he's like, I'm the. I think the headline was, "I'm the beef jerky guy." LOL in all caps. <laughs> did you did when you saw it? You go, wonder which one. No, <laughs> I, I remember this. But his initial his initial email back in this is early March 2010. 
Mike, I've been following the Chronicle for the past year and a half religiously, and you are my hero. I get together every year with my buddies for the first weekend of March Madness, and we'll be working up batches of homemade beef jerky. It goes great with basketball and bourbon. I would love to send you some as a thank you for your tireless efforts. I realize this seems creepy as hell, so I won't fault you for deleting this email immediately. (laughs) However, if you feel like gambling, send me a dress and I'll send you some jerky. I promise it won't be laced with anything but awesome, which is a hilarious way to phrase. Like, it's like straight up addressing the fact that like he could easily poison this and just kill me. I mean, he 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 he's coming off like a, like a Curb or Seinfeld episode. It was great. I, I, mean, I took a chance back in the day. It was delicious, and now I'm, I'm hoping he'll send me some more this uh, this coming March. Now, if that happened today, would you take that chance? Well, that's what I said. Like that that was the whole thing. The whole yeah. show yesterday, I was like. You know, back then I was like, "Yeah, let's do it." Like today, I'd be like, "No." <laughs> There's if, if a random person emails me and is like, I'm, "I'd love to send you some <laughs> cured meat," I think you would get it. I just think I think you would try it out on me first. You'd be like, "Why, why don't you taste this?" I'd probably say thank you and just not eat it. I'd probably just be like, "I'd try to be a nice guy," but I wouldn't want, I wouldn't take the risk anymore. But I mean, if Danny sends it again this year, like my guy, yeah, I mean, it, I, it didn't kill me the first time. Can I'm I assuming I haven't, now? I haven't formed any sort of ill will towards him over the last 14 years. I don't think he hates me. So I'm assuming it's going to be good again. It was delicious. I no, mean, you can't have any. It's all me. I'm not some. I mean, I, I, I've never had a listener send me jerky. I've had, I've had apparently someone send me energy drinks, which I don't, I guess they're trying to tell me something. I'll give you the cons that I don't eat. I've had a soccer ball sent. One one texter once sent me sent me a fishing rod uh, set because I talked about I never owned a fishing rod. I remember that. Yeah, I, I, know, I still never opened it. I have it though. It's in my it's in my house. I don't know right where we it is. We actually got fishing stuff one time at, when I was at ninety three nine from my guy uh, uh, who's over at Nolan Lake. Uh, my man John from Evansville. He's, he sent in some uh, sports cards, some Eagles cards, and other other memorabilia here every so often. See you fans. I get some. Yeah. I don't have any stalkers though. I don't kind of would hang. I wouldn't mind having a stalker. Could you imagine who like, like your a, stalker like, would be? Like, you know, I'm, I'm, something tells me I'm not going to get the one Joey guy, like Brooke Shields, thinking he's a real person. Imagine what type of person would be a TK stalker. <laughs> probably, probably a woman that looks like like Burt Bacharach or something. <laughs> I wasn't going with woman. That was not where my first first thought was. Right, Michael McDonald's stalking me. It's my my name's Marsha. <laughs> I would love to get into the mind of your stalker and just know what was going on. I don't know. I'm, you and probably a lot of therapists in prisons. It would be <laughs> very, very interesting. We've got, uh, we have sports stuff to talk about. We'll get into the big yeah. topic of the day, which is uh, Louisville being left out of the, the ACC-SEC challenge, the surprising reaction to that, at least surprising to me. I, I thought some of the stuff that's been going around today that I've seen has been, I don't know if eye-opening is the right word, but just uh, I, I was shocked to see some of the visceral reactions to this. Uh, we've got uh, Jeff Brom on a second list. We mentioned him being named a top 10 coach uh, in the sport, according to a list from 24-7 Sports yesterday. He's on another top list today. We've also got, we'll talk about the Reds. The Scott Satterfield curse is officially not a real thing. We established that last night. We have power. You got power at your house? Mom's just confirmed it. Boom. What Power's a day. on. I, I think we should just take the rest of the day off. Our long regional nightmare has come to an end. It's over. Trevor Kelsey will go home to a fully stocked house loaded with power. Her next text is, air conditioning is running. You may come home. <laughs> it's like right now. I want to see the scene at Kelsey Manor where you just like sprint in slow motion in the house, just like into your mom's arms, just embrace. You like twirl her up in the air. A single tear rolls down your right cheek. And as I, as I spin her away with my left, right arm, my left arm turns the AC back down to 70. 
It's, <laughs> it's, it's been 48 hours. I never thought we'd get there. <laughs> Texture says, by the way, the, the Thornton's text line is 502-414-1450. Uh, download the Refreshing Rewards app from Thornton's. It's going to save you money all summer long at any one of these 76,325 area Thornton's locations. Texture says, best line from the ref. I thought mothers were sweet and nice <laughs> yes. and, and patient. I know loan sharks who are more forgiving than you. Your husband, he ain't dead, lady. He's hiding. <laughs> that texter nailed it. It's a great that line. That is the greatest line. It is the best line in the movie. He knows it. Same texture says, <laughs> I listen to y'all every day in my cubicle on the headphones, and I just busted out laughing out loud in the office after hearing Trevor talk about sitcom. Trevor, quote, look, you're teaching me already. Mike, I'm pretty sure we've talked about this already. <laughs> we absolutely have multiple I don't parts. know if we have or not. I got it. I, we, we I swear, absolutely Especially have. after yesterday's uh, uh, black people on friends debate. I'm that, on one time, and know. now all of a sudden everything that I say is just questioned. I wonder, is that, what's the name of the episode, the one with the black person on it? Stop. <laughs> after that, I'm starting to question whether all these times you keep telling me, We've talked about that before. I, like you, because I have backup. Like every you time, say that all the time, but you never actually go bring audio proof. And well, I have a million people on the text line who are like, "We talked about this uh, like five days ago." It's usually something very recently. I guarantee we've talked about the origins of the word sitcom before. <laughs> I don't know. You say we did, but did we? All it takes is one time, and now just everything <laughs> just falls into question. Texas Trevor, I still love you, big guy, but it's that 70s show, not 70s show. Okay. Oh. The NBA is still way better today, by the way. <laughs> of all the things I screw up, you're nitpicking on that one? Yeah, I mean, come on. I, is it? No. that's. I guess, yeah, it's the, is it that or the? It's that 70s show. That 70s show, okay. Yeah. All right. Texas says, another man, I'm another man with cubicle with headphones on, and I'm laughing very hard as well. <laughs> Texas says, Trevor. Put us on the put us on the speaker. Let the whole office here. <laughs> Texas Gabrielle Union is so hot. She's very attractive. She's very hot. Yeah, she's. I agree. Yeah, I don't blame D Wade. Texas says she hosted the boot uh, the reboot of Whose Line Is It Anyway? Did not know that. No, she didn't. That was the Aisha Tyler girl. Once again, here we go. Now, okay, yes, you're not the only it's one. Yesterday's show all over again. That, by the way, might be one of my favorite office scenes the uh, the Christmas one with the waitresses. Yeah. When he marks, he's like, you know, waitresses, they all look alike. There, <laughs> there she is. And like, and Where's when, my girl? When he says that line, the guy that plays uh, Roy, the actor, he just, he's trying so hard not to die laughing in the background. It's just one of my favorite, one of my favorite lines, lines in the show. You know, waitresses. <laughs> Texture says Trevor Stalker may have one hell of a fast food bill. <laughs> what if my stalker is the, the Taco Bell guy? Texture says TK Stalker is Gorlock the Destroyer. Where do I know that name? I have no idea. <laughs> that sounds familiar. Texas have the beef jerky guy on the show. It's summer. There's nothing else going on. Would love to have him on the show. No, Bring I don't on. know what this is. <laughs> Texas says Seinfeld, The Office, Frazier, honorable mention, Bleeps Creek. In what world is The Wire a sitcom? Come on, Trevor. He was, you were saying it no, wasn't. Yeah, yeah. Well, you were you were bringing up. I was like HBO shows don't. You know, Non comedies don't count. But now, if that's the case, then would would you be able to include like an like an entourage or Californication? No, I don't think those are sitcoms. But they're comedies. Uh, yeah, entourage maybe. Californication I never saw, so I don't really. It's know. a comedy. It's I wouldn't put them. I wouldn't put either on the list because I mean they, I mean they were good. But people were talking about entourage a lot yesterday because that one random guy made the list of tiered HBO shows and he had yeah. entourage in the S tier, like the very top. And I was like, 
Yeah, I saw the worst. Somebody, I don't know about that. It, it, is tier is the tier listing? Is that the new trend of? It's not really new. It's not. It's new to me. I guess <laughs> new to me. Damn it! I because I, I have I, I don't remember seeing like I know the like the time you had the popular like if you had you know fifteen dollars you could only buy you know spend you know pick your lineups. That and still stuff. happens. Yeah. Yeah, but the tier ones I hadn't seen, and someone posted on our. Um, our league page for fantasy football, like a football movies tier one thing like that. And it might have been the worst list I've ever seen put together in my life. There were, there were movies on it that I, I don't even, there was a movie called long shots with ice cube. Like, I guess it was like some like made for ABC family movie or something. I, I don't know, but we can, we can it was, it, I mean, some of the movies on here were just like, it's it a great was, story. It was awful. The, long shots. The the the, the HBO shot original tiers, was tier two. The HBO tiers that this guy had the top tier. He had the S tier. He had the Wire. Yeah. He had Game of Thrones, which I yeah. disagree with. Uh, oh come on! One season, two seasons. The last two were bad. Still, it's have how many? Seven. Five out of seven. It's not bad. And an awful ending. I mean, just no. It, no the ending was bad. I agree. I know. You can't ha- you can't have a bad ending and be an all time show. He's got the Sopranos, which I'll take their word for it. Uh, I've never here. seen it. Curb Your Enthusiasm, which I, I like. I've never seen it because I don't know why, but you know, I, I agree. I, I, I'll take your word for it. The Leftovers, which I love. Never seen it. Veep, which I just finished and enjoyed. Didn't get into Veep for some reason. Succession, which I've still never seen. <laughs> I May Destroy You, which I've never heard of. First of all, can we go one day without hearing Succession referenced on this show? And then Entourage <laughs> in the top tier, which mm-hmm. I, I was as entertained as everybody by Entourage the first, I guess, couple seasons. Okay, well. I don't think you can have it as like the top a top tier show. Let me ask HBO. you this: What's below it that would be that should bump it off the list? Because I'm, well, I get, I get, no, I get like, my there's sh- no specific numbers per per tier, so it's not like that. It's not like you have to move one up and move one down. Yeah, but what are like the tiers? Below? There's a tier below it, right? Yeah. And what's on that list? Uh, but again, like there's odd numbers on every tier. There's no like set like you have to have five in the A tier, you have to have five in the B tier. Like you can have as many as you want. You could if you thought there are. There's one great HBO show. You could just have one no. in the S tier if you wanted to. What are some of the other shows, though? They're on the list. The A tier, he's got Chernobyl, which I liked a lot. I really did like Chernobyl. Yeah, he's I got did. Watchmen, which I've never seen. I've heard good things, but haven't seen. Uh, Industry, which I've never seen. Never heard. Boardwalk Empire, never watched. I, I, would, I would put Boardwalk Empire over Entourage. Five solid seasons, no, no letdown. Barry, which we've discussed at length here. <laughs> I think it's like contractually obligated to mention as well in the show. Insecure, which I've never seen. I'm, I live it. Sex in the City, which I hate. <laughs> Do you hate it just because you never somebody in your past that loved it, right? Well, Mary loves it. Okay. <laughs> Mary does. It's not my past. <laughs> loves it. Maybe after the show, maybe. I hate it. <laughs> I think it's terrible. I think it's the, the I've never, laziest, I've, dumbest I've never writing of all time. One minute of it, probably. I couldn't help but think, or, but think, but wonder if my new alt right love interest could be alt wrong. Like, it's just, it's just like the worst. <laughs> everything's just puns. Just terrible. Uh, the rehearsal, which I never saw. I didn't like the Larry Sanders show, which I was I always pops up on these lists. I was too young to really get into. That's that's old school. That's yeah. one of HBO's first shows. Righteous Gemstones, never saw first season. Good after that, eh. uh, Eastbound and Down. Same same for Righteous, and then Big Little Lies, which I did like. Um, what was the you know the show that I didn't get to watch because it was on HBO, and then it, it would replay occasionally on ESPN Classic when it came out, but it was edited because you know it was an HBO show. Ballers. No, no, Ballers. God, that shows. That showed one good scene in the whole sh- whole first season is when he found out he was banging his mom. And I, I never watched it. When he tells when he tells when he tells the dude the the younger guy he's banging his mom. It's like the only good scene. 
<laughs> seen an old show. I get that every day from Texas, though. Uh, no, the um, Arliss. I watched Arliss back in the see, day. See, I never got to see it. I liked it. And I always wanted to watch it so badly because, I mean, it's Arliss, but... And by the time I got to see it, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's hard. What's well, I was a kid. It was the 90s at sports. It's like it's an agent. It seemed cool and funny, and I, but I didn't have HBO. And like when it, by the time I got to watch reruns of it on ESPN Classic, A, again, it was edited, which takes away from it. And B, it was just so like out of reference. Like a lot of the people on the show and, and just like. HBO shows are usually pretty topical. Yeah. And this is like 10 years later, so. I'm amazed the one show I didn't hear you mention at all, which is better than almost everyone you did mention, is Oz. So he has a whole tier of shows that he just hasn't seen. And uh, Oz is on that. Yeah, Oz is awesome. He's got Deadwood. He's got Band of Brothers, which I would have as the in the top tier. I've had people brag about that. Oh, uh, ba- you've never seen Band of Brothers? That's the Tom Hanks one, right? Didn't he like produce it? He produced it, yes. Yeah, yeah, he went, in it. Not, yeah I didn't mean to make you think that. Uh, yeah. Ross, uh, what's his name who played Ross Geller, is in it in an actual serious David role. Schwimmer? David Schwimmer's in it in a serious role. The only other thing I always thought uh, he Damian was in Lewis was Paul is, Bearer. Is, is one of the stars. He's fantastic. The cast is great. Uh, it's You should watch Band now it's a war- I, I feel very confident in recommending that to you. Wow. Yeah. That's I, like a Lonesome Dove recommendation. I'm just saying, I have cable now. Yeah. it's You, you, you would like Band of Brothers. <laughs> it's, is that in a miniseries? It's a miniseries. This is getting this is getting a stamp of approval from 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 Rutherford. I, I'm willing to put my name firmly behind it. I'm surprised you haven't seen it. To be honest with you, I think it might be. It's a it is war, which I'm. I'm it's World War Two. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm not saying I don't like. I think war genres. Like I'm hit and miss. There's some I love, some I don't like, but I'm I'm okay. You know what? You haven't given me a good one. If you're giving it lonesome dub stamp, it's it's up there. Yeah. Ooh, that's that's a good stamp. Ron Livingston. I like. Great. I can't picture Ron Livingston being serious. He and Damian Lewis play like they're they're very close friends. Then you get Matthew Broderick pulled off Serious and Glory, and I wouldn't have guessed that. Well, let me send he's he's good. He's semi serious in Swingers, which is a great movie. <laughs> he gets serious and he's the serious space. he's the serious friend in <laughs> Swingers. What's that thing on the reels I see where he yells at the coffee barista? <laughs> I don't know what it's from, but he he yells at some barista in a, in a clip. Now the lat the, the bottom shows which he has in the the hell tier, which I've. Um, I've only seen some of them. I've only seen John like, from Cincinnati. He's got Girls, The Idol, The Newsroom, which was as much as I like Aaron Sorkin, was just god awful. Yeah, that that sports night I never could get into. Divorce, which I never watched, and then <laughs> Real Time with Bill Maher. Real Time Bill Maher's good. I, I'm not a big fan. I mean, I don't. I, well, the 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 endings. I always I like Bill Maher. His stand up's funny. I enjoy Bill Maher. I I am. I guess I say a fan. I'm surprised. Like. Um, what was the one with the guy from 61 in it, uh, Hung? Wasn't that the name of the movie? He's like a gigolo. Uh, I never saw it. It was, oh, God, that was awful. That show sucked. All right, let's go ahead and take a break. When we come back, we'll get into this ACC-SEC challenge. I don't even know if it's drama, but it has stirred the the pot here of the Louisville sports fan base on in late June, which is not hard to do, but, but they did it. We'll discuss, uh, and we'll also talk about who the women are playing. The men's matchups, all the, the fallout from that. It's coming your way next here on 1450 and 96.1, the Big X. Don't know much about geography, 
Don't know much trigonometry. Sam Cooke's not coming. The state of Sam Cooke's not coming out. Say what? Don't know what a slide rule is for. Imagine talking to kids about slide rulers today. <laughs> we never even used slide. <laughs> Could be. It's a great song. I know. I know. I've said this probably a hundred times in the show before, and I know there's been some that are like dance around it. But if if Hollywood is not in the process of making like a auto like a a biopic about the Sam Cooke life and story and how it ended and everything. It just it baffles me. We have discussed. I think it would be a good, if it's done right, that could be a really good movie. Because there, there have been, we looked it up one time. There have been some and they've all been bad. And, and, and I think there's been some that, bound, like there's a movie about Miami or something that kind of dances with the story, but it's not like based on it. Like I want something focused on him. Like just it starts with him coming up in, in his career and, you know, it, it ends, unfortunately, the way his life did end. But. You know, and, and the mystery around that alone, I mean, it's, again, you, yeah. you do that right, it could be bad, don't get me wrong. He had a close personal relationship with Muhammad Ali at one point. That yeah. would be a very intriguing. I mean, the man was found naked in his hotel room shot. I mean. There was a, like, <laughs> there was a Muhammad Ali doc. It, I can't remember what it was. It may have been the, the Ken Burns thing. And it had more had like, Sam, like Sam Cooke background than I feel like most of the Sam Cooke stuff did. So like I was like <laughs> I like I was learning more about Sam Cooke then than I than I have been now. But. And just especially with all the like the biopics you see coming out. Not, not against, you know, you know, I mean I guess you gotta work our way down. We're at the top tiers of your Elvis and your Freddie Mercury's and your Elton John's and stuff. I mean I mean I guess not I would put Cook up there, but I mean that's, I would too. I, I think, you know, if you ask a family feud care a, a, a survey, he probably wouldn't. But he was the first black artist to establish his own record label. Set a trend there for sure. Yeah. Like he was, I mean, he was very much a groundbreaker. Yeah, but I just, I mean, I'm just thinking, like, do you go around this kind of the modern? You're going to hear more. You know, more people are going to say Elvis, and, and I mean, if, yeah, for sure. And so, so, we, so, if we're getting those out of the way, Elvis proves that you can make one. It doesn't, doesn't have to be good. Then I think we got. I mean, I got to do. I mean, you mean Hollywood right now? We're gonna, go, we're gonna write a script because you love him. I love him. And after we're done. What a wonderful world it would be. If you don't love him, I can't trust you. Uh, let's talk about the... Like the woman <laughs> picked up a hotel that night. <laughs> this is the the big news in the world of Cardinal Athletics today is is the release of the... I found out last night that the, the pairings were going to be out today. And we all sort of expected this to happen. But the release of the ACC-SEC challenge pairings. And I, I say we all expected this to happen... It's been, in recent years, the trend has been the team that has finished last in the ACC in men's basketball and women's basketball has been the one that's been left out of the ACC Big Ten Challenge because you've got 15 ACC teams, you've got 14 Big Ten teams. Now you're, you're doing it with the SEC. It's the same disparity. It's the same 15 ACC teams, 14 SEC teams. So this kind of, for me at least, it was sort of like when you took a test back in the day and you knew that it was like, well, that didn't go well. Right, like, like you know, that that moment was bad, but getting the actual results back were worse because you just you still hold on to this little bit of hope. You knew it went poorly, but it was like I don't know, maybe the teacher just mistook my paper for somebody else's and gave me a good grade, or just wasn't paying attention and just just you know went through the. Maybe I got I, I guessed right. I have no idea. But then you get the the paper back and it's it's as expected. It, it doesn't go poor very well. That was how this felt today. Seeing the the ACC SEC pairings come out and seeing Louisville be the quote unquote designated survivor, the one team that's not involved in the men's challenge this year. It well, I mean, it's <sighs> let's just say it like it, it's embarrassing. It, it, it's a 
we're all trying to turn the page. We're all trying to move on from 4-28 and, and, and look at the talent of this roster and hope that Kenny Payne can be the guy and all that stuff. Yada, yada, yada. There's your drink. It's <laughs> rubbing off. I did it on purpose. <laughs> the fact of the matter is the effects of last year are still going to be felt until we start winning at a relatively high level. And this is a, an example of that. And to get to the heart of the matter, like because I went back and looked today. I, I know that in recent years, it's always been the team that finished last the year before that has been the team excluded from this challenge. It just makes sense, right? It yeah. makes sense. It's the easiest way to do it. Yeah. They don't have to do it, though. Case in point, in 2019, not like way back in the day, but just in 2019, Virginia Tech went 12-6 and six and finished fifth in the conference. They almost beat Duke in the, the Sweet 16. Buzz Williams left. The team was supposed to be really bad in their first year with Mike Young coming in. They didn't have a whole lot coming back to the roster. They were the team that was picked to not play in the ACC Big Ten Challenge. So there is some precedent here, like especially in years. I've seen it a couple of times. There were years where Pitt finished last in the league in back-to-back seasons. They The first time they were not playing in the ACC Big Ten Challenge. The next year they did just because I guess they felt it was wrong to keep the same team out of the challenge two years in a row. So they if they if they had really wanted to, they could have put Louisville in this challenge. Now the more the most fair thing, like you said, is to just say, we're picking one team, I don't know, the team that finished last last year and won four games. Boom, you're out. But the fact that they had the opportunity to, to place us in and they knew that elevated ratings, elevated brand, all that stuff just didn't matter enough for them to do it. It still kind of hurts. It, it still just goes to show that like we're not, and like I think most little fans know this, but like we're not North Carolina Duke to them. We're not even maybe one of the the, the second tier programs to them. Like they felt like we're expendable, and maybe they feel like we're not going to be that good again this year. So I think it's a it's a it's a it's not a as cut and dry as maybe we'd like it to be. They could have made an exception for us. They chose not to. If Duke had gone four and twenty eight last year and brought in a top three recruiting class, brought in a well-regarded transfer class, do you think that Duke's not in this event? The, you could have just stopped at 4-28 and, and not even included the class, and I would have told you Duke would still be in this event. Duke could have been 4-28 with the exact same players next year. Yeah. They're going to be in this event. Bringing not a, not a top recruit in. Yeah, they'd still be in this. I and guarantee I, and it. And look, I, as much of a, a UofL fan as I am, I'm not sitting here arguing that Louisville's brand and Duke's brand are on a level playing field right now. They're not. Duke is – they're – the main draw in college basketball, whether they're really good or really bad. They are the main draw in college basketball right now. So I get it. All I'm saying is the league could have made an exception for us. They've made exceptions in the past. They've changed their – it hasn't been as cut and dry. I don't know if there was a new contractual deal with the SEC, but they chose not to, and we are excluded. And that it, – it stings a little bit, for sure. Well, the SEC doesn't even respect us and ever have. And here's the other thing is we're going to go down in history as the only ACC team to be left out of this event because – Next year, the SEC is going to have 16 teams. They're the league that's going to have to exclude somebody from this challenge. So in, unless the, the, you know, there's a new helping of conference realignment coming very soon, we are always going to be known as the only ACC team that didn't get to play in the men's event. I mean, so is this, this, this kind of like payback for in, taking the, ending the Big East and walking away? Maybe. Although yeah. we didn't, that, that's Pitt and Syracuse. We, we were just, we needed, as any port. They followed us too, though, I guess. So, yeah. Well, they went first. We, need, we needed a life raft. We, after that, we would have been right, following yeah, the yeah. They, they were the ones who made that move. They were the ones who changed. Them and ESPN, they changed everything. I mean, I would like to think that, yes, they, we could have snuck in. I mean, 
no disrespect to the good people of Nashville and, and, and Cherry Hill, but I don't, I can't imagine Boston College at Vanderbilt's ratings could not be improved if we weren't that team instead of Boston College. You'd think. Yeah, if, if you have one of those games that's going to be on ESPNU while the other two big games, like, you'd like to have Louisville on there because you know people are going to actually watch it. Also, the game's at 915. Is it me? I, I swear, I think they put Boston College after 9 o'clock more than they do. We looked it up before, and like we were right. Like we, we had that weird yeah. suspicion that we always played when we played there. It's always a 9 o'clock game. And sure enough, like five of the last six times that we've played them on the road, it's been a 9 o'clock does, game. Does ESPN do that because they're like, well, this ratings are going to suck, so we're just going to put it at night where no one's going to watch it anyway. Maybe we'll just catch them, maybe just laying in bed. So here are, for anybody who's interested, here are the, the matchups for this year's event on, on the men's side. LSU-Syracuse. Okay. Missouri-Pitt. Mississippi State-Georgia Tech. Ugh. Notre <laughs> Dame-South Carolina. Miami at Kentucky. We'll go back to that in a second. And you, are you, okay, I was going to say. Uh, NC State at Ole Miss, Clemson at Alabama, Tennessee at North Carolina, Texas A&M at Virginia, Florida at Wake Forest, Duke at Arkansas, Virginia Tech at Auburn, Georgia at Florida State, Boston College at Vanderbilt. So a couple things jump out. One, a lot of people I think were just assuming it was going to be Duke at Kentucky because this is a year where they're not they're not playing in the Champions Classic. Yeah. You can't like you're going to have to finagle your scheduling a little bit because you know every third year Duke and Kentucky are going to play in the Champions Classic or Duke is going to play North Carolina in that CBS or I mean or Kentucky's going to play North Carolina in that CBS Sports Classic. So like you can't just give them Duke or Carolina any other year. This is one of those years where they could have played Duke. And they're choosing not to. Instead, they get Miami, the, the coming off of a Final Four appearance, which is a good matchup, but it's, it is. it's not a big time brand. And this is okay. So this is this is like what I'm thinking. And this could be twisted in different ways. Is it, and it just depends on like, what kind of fan you are of like maybe Kentucky, for example, in this situation. But like if you're if, is this if you're a Kentucky fan, are you saying we didn't get we got Miami because they feel Miami is a better team and a better draw than Duke. Or did we get Miami because they feel Duke is still top dog and Arkansas has passed us as the as the main sell? I think their thought is that they're skewing it because they want Kentucky Duke to be at Cameron Indoor and not at Rupp. Have they even played at Rupp? What do you mean? Has Duke ever played at Rupp? They played back in the, the Jason Williams Tayshawn Prince game back in the day. Was it was it Rupp? Oh, that's, 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 Two thousand one, yeah, twenty. Yeah. Yes, twenty. Don't twenty. Well, I'm the question. I know you're right. I just I had forgotten about that. And yeah, um, what, what about you? Where Where do you see it as? Do you see it as my? Is it them getting my Miami because that's the uh, that they feel like that's the the top two matchups, or is Arkansas? Because I mean, let's let's face it, Arkansas is the the hot the hot hot stuff in the SEC right now. They're the hot stuff in the SEC right now. They're going to be good again next year. I think also. The environment for that game, like it, it's also you're you're throwing a little bone to the Arkansas fans, right? Because they like they have been desperate for these types of non-conference games. They get really hyped when Kentucky comes there every year. They get really mm-hmm. hyped for for all games. It's a great crowd at Bud Walton, but they've not had this type of program come into their building, and this is the perfect time for that. And I, I think it also does set up Duke Kentucky at Cameron, which is. ESPN loves a great Cameron Indoor game. That's not. I don't think I'm telling you anything that you don't know. No. So, Kentucky fans, I'm on your side a little bit when it comes to that. You'll get Duke at your place at some point in time, but they're probably going to get you at theirs first. That's my guess. Um, mean, it, it, there's some weird pairings here. I was going to say, I, I want to ask you, because no one's going to debate like Georgia and, and Florida State because no one really no cares. cares. Yeah. The other one that sticks out to me, maybe I'm, I'm cutting you off on this, is 
I don't know, maybe it's me. Is if I'm Alabama, I'm kind of like a little insulted here. Like you sending me Clemson. Like how does Tennessee get North Carolina and we don't? Like that seems like the more logical matchup, right? What do you mean, North Carolina at Alabama? Bama's not. Bama's looking a little rough right now for next year. They lost, you know, virtually everybody from last year's team. True, but they I mean, did not we, get as many guys in the transfer portal as they thought they were going. And they to. just lost another one. I mean, they just Nelson's gone. They just like, like they Javon Quinterly's gone. I mean, they got Grant Nelson. Um, like they're, I think they'll be good, but they're going to be like back end of the top twenty-five. Good Tennessee is going to be preseason top five, top ten. Good. I'm not saying Tennessee isn't good. I'm just thinking I don't know. If I'm Alabama. I'm. I'm a little insulted by this because they're basically being told what you're saying right now is that, yeah, we might we, we don't think you're going to match up to what we did last year, which kind of was a little bit of a surprise, I would say as well. At least the amount of success. I mean, I think you're trying to match up. And you're teams. getting Clemson, the team that we don't even want to put in the tournament. Yeah, but I mean, Clemson is we be Clemson. This is sad because the ACC is once again being projected to not be great next year. Clemson yeah. is kind of in that tier. If you're if you're matching up teams, <laughs> but I mean, no, no. If you're matching up teams like. Top in the ACC versus top in the in the SEC, and you're going down. Like Alabama's probably fourth or fifth in the SEC. Clemson's probably fourth or fifth in the ACC. Yeah, which is like I, I don't. It, it's not a sexy matchup if you're Bama. You do probably kind of feel like we deserve somebody better. Yeah, we were the number one overall seed last year. We, I mean, I guess it was the, last year. I, I know, but I mean, a lot a lot of this is also predicated off of what you did last year as much as what you're predicted to do next year, too. I, if you want to make a case, like I mean, Miami, Tennessee is probably going to be the highest-ranked team in the preseason poll from the SEC. So if you want to make a case there, you could be like, well, Duke should be playing Tennessee because Duke is going to be the highest-ranked team out of the ACC. I don't think it's really going to be close. Maybe Tennessee will be ranked out. No, I guess they could be. I mean, Tennessee's going to be in the top ten. Yeah. I, I, I would be – I mean, they bring back a ton from last year's team. You forget, and they were – and they, they beat Duke. In the in in the Sweet Sixteen and in, in the round of thirty two, pretty handily. Yeah, and they, yeah, they got Josiah Jordan James back for another year. The Ziegler kid, because they could have been better than they were. They were an elite defensive team. They just could not score, and a big part of that was because Zakai Ziegler tore his ACL, the point guard, and he should be back. They got um, a, a couple of high profile transfers. Jordan Ganey is going to be a guy who can score a lot. Like they should be really good, but but Arkansas. It, that's a more fun game, right? All oh, those yeah. guards, all that young talent for Duke, Bud Walton Arena. I get why they set it up. And Arkansas, like, if you want to make a case that Arkansas should be the SEC preseason favorite, you can make that case. Um, so I, I don't, I don't hate making that matchup. But yeah, Alabama does kind of lose out a little bit when it comes to the attractiveness of their opponent. But Miami, Kentucky. I mean, Miami's probably going to be preseason top twenty. Kentucky will be back into the top twenty-five at this point, I would guess. Um, so that makes sense on paper. Is Cal and Larinaga ever gone head to head? Um, maybe did they do did they, maybe Memphis they and George Mason maybe played each other once back in the day? Maybe if, if it's happened, it's it's something that I, I don't remember Miami playing Kentucky in I don't in either recent years. I that's a good question. I mean, be, I mean that's that's a nice little story plot for the the game. Yeah, it, it will be, and I mean you know you've got Larinaga has become his I think. Overall stature has grown in recent years, becoming you know, taking Miami to two places that they'd never been in back-to-back years, and now Calipari looking for you know, maybe some some more validation, bounce-back season here. That would be, I, I think that'll be an attractive matchup. Now it's not Carolina or or Duke, which I, I can see why Kentucky fans are a little bit upset about. But for me, just like liking college basketball and wanting to see the best teams play the best teams. That's a matchup that I'm excited to watch. Well, if you, if you, you base it off last season, if you're Kentucky, you're at least going to puff your chest and say, hey, 
I'm glad we didn't, we didn't, they didn't give us Duke. We're the best SEC. That's why we got the team that went the farthest from the ACC in last year's tournament, which is Miami. And who's been went the farthest last two years. Well, North Carolina went to the that's right, Duke. And at worst, Miami's probably going to be the third highest ranked team, I would say, in the preseason polls behind just just Duke or Carolina. And they, there's a good chance that they're going to be the second highest ranked team. So you can say, look, as much as you're saying we're going to be down, we're going to be maybe not even the top 25. People are trying to, to put us out because this, you know, overly relying on freshmen, we're still getting one of the ACC's two best or one of the ACC's three best, even in a down year for us where we might be third or fourth or fifth in the SEC packing order, at least on the preseason. I'm not saying that's where you're going to finish. Don't don't flood the message boards. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, you, you can still kind of thump your chest a little bit and say that they're still sending us one of their best. Non-Alabama, non Kentucky, Tennessee, Arkansas matchup. I'm just naming the SEC schools for some reason. I don't know why. Outside of those four, like the matchup that you kind of go – I might well, that'd be interesting to watch. A and M Virginia. A and M is going to be. I, I'm that, that's came to mind. I'm I was very in on A and M for next year, and I think Virginia. Like I, I'm at a point now where I just like the roster doesn't do much for me for Virginia, but I trust Tony Bennett to not have two really down years. And it, it, last year wasn't a down year; just ended on a, on a sad note. Like I, I trust them not to fall off the face of the earth again, <laughs> <laughs> like they did a couple years ago. I think that's a in look. It's going to be an ugly. Grind it out. Both those teams want to play a lot of defense, but I think both those teams are going to be good. See, I, w- I was going, I was going to go with you're going with the two styles that that mesh together to make an interesting game. I wanted to go with the one that were complete opposites in NC State and Ole Miss. I can see that where you have especially well, Ole Miss now with with Beard and that that defensive prowess against. Yeah, it's hard for me to wrap my mind around Ole Miss not being kind of freewheeling and running. And gun. They're not. They're, yes, they it's going to be. So it's going to be something closer to what you would probably Howland was trying to do at Mississippi State, but unsu- you know, unsuccessfully, obviously. Um, made a tournament. Yeah, almost won the game. <laughs> I was thinking he almost made the tournament. Um, but yeah, and I know NC State's not exactly. I mean, but they want to run up and down. It'd be interesting to see who gets to control the tempo there. I can see that, and this is a. I know we kind of thought this was the was the case last year, but it really does feel like a win or you're gone season for Kevin Keats. Like they, they, he's, if he can't get that it for like years, I, that's yeah, what I'm saying. No, like, no, I, no. I thought last year, but, and they fizzled late, but if he doesn't get it done at a relatively high level this year, then I think he's probably going to be gone real quickly before we go to break. George Tech, Mississippi state. No one cares. Mississippi state should be fine. God, that's a seven. Tech should not be that's fine. a seven. I hope, I swear. I hope that's not the night that the Boston college and Vanderbilt's right after them at nine 15. It's going to be one bad night. You might want to do a new 30 for 30 reveal on ESPN2 that night. I mean, Mississippi State, I think, should be probably a tournament team again. And Georgia Tech has, I mean, like. That's what Georgia did. Who, 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 what did Georgia Tech remind me again? I'm brain farting. What's up? Who took Georgia Tech's job? Um, uh, Damon Sotomayor. That's right. Yes. Yes. And then, well, that, that does have an interesting appeal to it then. And they've, so, they've yeah. brought in a couple of guys in the transfer portal that should make yeah. them more competitive early on. But uh, real quick on the women's side, we did not get the the Louisville-LSU matchup that we wanted to. If we had, we would have probably led with that. We would have talked about that way before. We do, however, get a rematch from last year's Sweet 16. Louisville will go on the road and take on Ole Miss. I mean, I, I think that if you're, if you're ESPN and you're looking to dig a little bit deeper, Louisville-LSU makes a ton of sense because, God, we would have sold that place out. I don't have Kim Mulkey, me, who else you get? LSU is going to play Virginia Tech, which, again, on paper, yeah, it's a Final Four rematch. Virginia Tech was the ACC champion last year. Yeah. They're they're going to be really good again. They swept us too, didn't they, last year? They, they beat us pretty bad in the championship yeah. game. 
And like they're probably going to be the preseason favorites in the conference. So if you're just looking at that, sure, it makes sense. But if you want to dig a little bit deeper and look for the juicy matchup, I think HVL coming back home, uh, that place going nuts, Mulkey versus Walls would have been a lot of fun. But I, I understand why they did what they did. It's just a little bit of a bummer for us not to get that, especially on top of the fact that we're not even in the men's event. So Lazy booking there by uh, by by the women's uh, people at ESPN with the women's side. They, they, you're right. ESPN. They, they just looked at them like, oh, those two teams, like you said, met, the rematch, let's just put them together without even looking in, into the into the into the nuances of the storylines that could could go along with it do some work for once i bet they don't i bet they're not that lazy when they do the men's it's just it, that's that's sexist Let's take a break when we come back uh, we'll take some text from you some thoughts from you all on this at 502-414-1450 it's the Mike Rutherford show hour number 2 is on the way next here on 1450 and 961 the big x Are you playing this? Did you see the same reel that I did? No. This song was released, like, I think, said, like, 20 years ago today or something like that. Oh, was well, it? 20 years ago. I, I, like, I saw it on Instagram There's a theme reels. today, but it's not, no. Hey, I saw, like, this, uh, this single got released on this day, like, whatever it would have been. Really? Probably 25 years ago, like, 97? It was 96, I thought. 96, so, like, yeah, 27 years ago today. I just, it, it, 20, it was 27. I saw it on Instagram today. And so, I thought maybe you'd. Seen the same thing? No, that's crazy. No, I did know that uh, it is part of uh, of a theme, and because so yes, there's a reason why Sam Cook and Spice Girls are playing next to neck, next back to back. That's not, and the theme is artist. I want to see a bio pickup because I sure don't want to see one about the Spice Girls. Hate it. <laughs> but the uh, something about this. I don't. I don't know if I brought this up because I you, and you are the expert knowing what we've talked about on the show before, but. So when this song came out, I, was, I knew it was, I kind of remember 96 because I remember working at my favorite muffin and it's great to hang out with, uh, I can't remember her last name, uh, Redhead Cassie. Um, this, when this song came out, she convinced me that like there was a, because she had just like been, she'd spent like some time in Europe, like in the summer previously, and that this, the version in Europe was different than the one here and that the one here is edited and in the line Ziggy Zig Ha, the original version is. Uh, I'm trying to think if I can say this. You're nailing the story. Do you know what I'm? Do you know what he, it's supposed to be? No. Suck his bleep hard. Oh, I can't imagine that that's true. And so now, 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 say that into your mind and do the song in your head, like. <laughs> like, like I don't know if you can like. <laughs> I I can hear it in my head. <laughs> so she like, had me convinced. Now this, granted, it's a 16-year-old Trevor. Well, well, more naive than, than 43-year-old Trevor. Not as educated as 43-year-old Trevor, who just learned what sitcom stood for today. I just searched if there's any like truth, like if this is like one of the things that other people had written about. I don't recommend searching it. <laughs> all, all I'm getting is porn videos. <laughs> 
It's like I was watching a Modern Family last night, and he was trying to teach the kid to potty train. He's like, "Don't Google fun pee games." <laughs> yeah, this is there, there's there's no way to find any discernible information on this. I mean, just do you, do you think it's believable? No. I mean, it lines up really well. No, it's <laughs> and then also if you think about it, listen to the rest of the lyrics of the song, and then replace that lyric. And I mean, this is like. Dark Side of the Moon and, and Wizard of Oz like 90s version put together. No. <laughs> it makes sense, man. No. <laughs> it's like I tried putting it in quotes, the actual lyric in the first response is like one of those Quora questions and it just says, what does a penis taste like? I, I, I would try a Google search with you, but I don't think me being on the work computer over here would be a good idea. Uh, there's no, yeah, there's no, it's, 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 there's no way to find it. I don't think that's a real thing, Trevor, <laughs> just to answer your question there. Are you saying Cassie lied to me? I think Cassie may have lied to you. She was attractive. She was she was the one that was going to start the porn company with me. Well, okay. <laughs> Morehead Productions presents my favorite muffin. <laughs> You're wishing you called in sick today, aren't you? I feel terrible. <laughs> You're not helping. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I usually don't. Well, six and text five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. We spent last segment talking about the ACC SEC challenge. Louisville being left out on the men's side and getting Ole Miss on the women's side. We've got a couple other things to get to later this hour. I, I do want to talk about the the latest list for Jeff Brom. I want to talk about uh, the, the Trenton Flowers popping up in some lotteries of mock drafts. That's a good news. Uh, we'll get to all that good stuff, but we will uh, we'll, we'll take some text first. Five zero two four one four fourteen fifty is the Thornton's text line. Texas says, uh, I don't know what it is about you neglecting to say that in that 70s show, but it has bothered me since the show started. I'm <laughs> saying, saying that, saying 70s show only? Everyone has the, you know, their things. It's like, a dro- it's like dropping the dove from Facebook? Yes. <laughs> Texas Boardwalk Empire is the best HBO show ever outside of The Wire. It's I've heard good. good things. I've never watched it. It's. Uh, I remember being mad that they, I knew it was ending after five years because it was still just like really good when it when they announced it. But in hindsight, I'm. What's what's the uh, what's what's the saying? It's better to 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 burn out than fade away or something. And that the 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 the, the Neil Young lyrics. Sounds right. It's also it's it all. Sense. I, I know, I know from Highlander because I saw that movie before I knew who Neil Young was. But there can only be one. Yeah, <laughs> not that line. The other one. <laughs> Texture says, "I think you got to include Curb and Silicon Valley as co- as sitcoms. Both are great. Love Curb. I've never seen Silicon Valley. I've seen clips, but I've never actually seen like the uh, I think a full episode. I've had that's another one. Some people that are close to me that tell me I would like it. All I know is it has the guy from She's Out of Your League in it, the Stainer guy. That uh, okay. he's also in Deadpool." I think he. I think he doesn't believe in the show because apparently he's like not easy to get along with off camera. Texas, The Sopranos is the number one TV show of all time. Every episode is a movie. Most complete story from start to finish of any series created. Push through the slow first season and you won't want to stop watching. I do. I, at some point, I keep saying that. I've said it for years. My friends are driving me crazy. I will watch the show, but I rented. I started renting it when I when I went to college and didn't have cable and had the Hollywood deal. And I thought I'm gonna watch seasons of shows, and I only got through the first two seasons. I never, never got any farther. It just didn't keep me on. I don't know why. Texas Eastbound and Down, Arrested Development, and MacGruber. I know the latter was a skit in a movie, but it, it first, but it's still a favorite for me. The TV show's great. MacGruber, the show was great. There's a show called MacGruber. Yeah, they they made a whole show. It was terrific. I didn't know that. Um, That's what I added on your list. You love MacGruber. I did love the show a lot. But you did you love the movie more than the show? 
Uh, yeah, I mean, the, they're very similar, but I'd say probably the movie. Would that be your favorite skit to movie from SNL or trumping Wayne's World? Because um, I know you no, love like, Wayne's well, World, like too. Wayne's yeah. World more. Wayne's World's my favorite. MacGruber the, would probably be, oh, man, probably second. Third superstar. I watched Superstar. And I did not like it. That it's was <laughs> I love the It's Fat skits back in the day, which you could never do now. He's a, that might be considered the worst skit to movie. It was. I remember it being a terrible movie. Was Corky Romano a skit, or was that just Chris Kattan being? I think annoying? that was just Chris Kattan being annoying. Okay, because yeah, I never liked Chris Kattan. I could barely get past him on the Roxbury movie. People hated the Ladies Man. I thought the Ladies Man was pretty good. Ladies Man had moments. Like just some the the short moments that would have been in a skit, like when what's the line he uses? So what bus should we be taking to your house? Because my car somewhat doesn't exist. <laughs> and and it's one of the very few movies that has Tiffany Amber Theisen in it. It's true, very true. Yes, so that's a definite plus. Texture says uh, Eastbound and uh, I just read that. Texture says Mister Show with David Cross was great. Also, Tom Hanks' best miniseries is From Here to the Moon. Absolutely fantastic. I've heard that. I've never. I still never seen. It. I'm assuming it's an Apollo thing too. Just wasn't. Yes. I, maybe I should go back and rewatch it. Because I did that with what was the movie you had me rewatch with Mini Driver? Um, Google Hunting. Google Hunting. I didn't really like when I first saw it. When you I was, did like it more, right? I, I loved it. It was. It was. It was, it was as I like to say, it was delightful. Like I, sixteen year old Trevor was just not ready for it, or fifteen yeah, year old Trevor. It happens. I think maybe a, the movie Apollo 13, I think I need to, to kind of put in that category. Because I did not like it when it came out. I thought it was boring. It was slow. It just it didn't do it for me. And maybe it's because it came out when I was like maybe 14. I mean, I just wasn't ready for it. Have you, are you a fan of Apollo 13, the movie? I love, I really like Apollo 13. Okay. So I'm, I, you think I should give it a rewatch? I think so. I, 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 I mean, I probably haven't seen it in... 15 years or so, but I always really liked it watching. It was very rewatchable, even I mean, though you know how well, it's going Well, in. I mean, I know. I, I still I, built the I, watched, I watched Titanic. I knew how that was going to end. I mean. Texas <laughs> says, uh, <laughs> Trevor's riding electricity high from Mike being wrong at the end of yesterday's show. He's euphoric <laughs> and definitely going to say something out of pocket today. <laughs> well, I don't know that phrase, out of pocket. Is that, does that mean I'm going to say something bad? Yeah, something out of pocket is just something that you should not. Not so. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Texas John Ramsey loves Sex in the City. He did. He would always bring up how he loved. Se- He's a huge Sex in the City fan. And he hates Pearl Jam. Yeah, he does not like Pearl. I don't like Pearl Jam either, though. I know. I don't hate Pearl Jam. I just don't like. Them. Yeah. No. You only you only hate him because of the the the, the connection with the roommates. Yeah. It's not. They the, ruined him for me. Yeah. That's. That, that, I get that. There's there's usually a story behind something like that. But Ramsey, I mean, he's a big Sex in the City guy. I hate it. Hate them all, Samantha, Miranda, terrible people. I think I've actually said, like, if me and John could not do a show, right? He would. Oh no, he'd he'd want. I wouldn't quit on him. He would quit on me, right? When you say ah show, you don't. I don't mean like a like series of of episodes. I mean like one show together. Literally a show. No, you think he would walk out on me? Yes. I think he. Well, I don't think he'd walk out. I think he'd strangle you. Like there'd be a physical altercation in studio. It won't be the first fight we've had in the studio. (laughs) Who else has fought here? I told you the the Mason and Myers thing. Sure. But that wasn't they didn't like get physical. He just locked him in, right? They they got in each other's face on multiple occasions. No fists were ever thrown. Oh, really? But there was like, you know, Robbie Alomar not happy with the call at second base of the umpire <laughs> type. <laughs> like half of our listeners have no idea what reference I'm making. But that, it was it was that. I mean, they they had some meeting moments. Like they would a segment would end in the middle of a segment, just go right to break because. Usually, it's usually Jeff had to like walk out. Rashawn was more like you know taking it with the flow. I don't know Jeff, but 
He's not a bad guy. Rashawn doesn't strike me as somebody who would like get that worked up. About He's. I've never seen him get worked up about anything. Texas says, how are we talking about best sitcoms? And TK hasn't mentioned uh, How I Met Your Mother or Modern Family yet. Uh, how Much Mother was third on my list. Yeah, I was going to say, I thought you had that on it was. the top three. Modern Family, it's moving up the charts because I'm actually doing a rewatch of it right now. It's just, I guess because it's so long, it's one, it's a harder show to rewatch like some of the shorter seasons that are only five or six seasons. Because it's 12 seasons long. That's long. And I think I'm on season seven on my rewatch now. I do love Modern Family. It is of the newer shows because I know it's not that new, but it's like post two thousand ten ish. I think it did go past that. I like Modern Family. It's right up there. Yeah, I think it's really good. I mean, Ed O'Neill's in two, maybe my top ten shows of that and uh, Married with Children. Man, it's I, amazing. I feel like crap. This is it's getting worse as time going. You know what probably isn't helping is when you can drive in and see the air. Oh, it's so bad never looking. a good sign. Downtown like, looks like yeah, your, your it looks. Bedroom. It looks like it does. It, it looks like my car that night we parked over Great House, like back in '97, and and we and I hit the flagpole trying to leave because I couldn't see out my, my my window. And dude, I was driving like over the bridge, looking looking back. I'm like, this is like a Trevor Kelsey just complete just Spears and him. As I was driving from the table, we're talking about how like the air was so bad. I'm like, I had the window down, the cigarette in my mouth as they're talking. I'm like, these pansies, come on, this is nothing. This is this is. This is me waking up in the morning over here. It's it's terrible out there. It man. does look bad. It, it's this they're all doing this whole. Which it's probably part of the reason why I just started feeling like terrible last night and then today is we were outside so much after radio yesterday and they're all everybody's like don't go outside at all like you know it's like this is from Canada. It's the yeah, it's the Can- Canadian wildfires. I blame Canada for everything. I mean, I mean, I feel like Canada's given us so much yet then they do stuff like this and. I mean, they, they gave us penicillin, trivia pursuit. I mean, but also Drake. Full nude strip clubs, and then and then they turn around and spoil it with giving us like Brian Adams and milk in a bag and smog. Justin Bieber. Just, yeah, yeah, right. Because I do love Brian Adams. Texas, are Louisville <laughs> fans more mad about winning four games or not being in the SEC challenge? Surely to God, it's got to be the four games. Well, I think I they go hand so. in hand, right? Yes. I mean, if we if we win twelve games last year, we're in the SEC challenge, right? Yeah, I mean, if we win more than two conference games, we're in the the SEC challenge. I, I do think it's kind of funny. People are all yeah, but Notre Dame been left out. People are raising hell about you know this is you know, ridiculous and all that stuff. It, it does sting for all the reasons that we mentioned last hour. But at the same time, if you don't want it to happen, win more than four games. Like I, I, I cannot wait for this offseason to be over. Just to just to, to get on with it. Whatever's next, if it's success, if it's Finding a new coach, I just I want to know. I want to get on with it because I can't take this debating whether or not winning going four and twenty eight was acceptable. Because <laughs> you know my opinion. I mean, if we're seeing the season again next year. Are we just going to spend the year just pretty much just bashing like me on Brian Brown after a cer- after a certain week like of, of KP and the staff through the rest of the year? I mean, I would hope so. If we're going to go four and twenty eight again, <laughs> yeah. So. Like, if, we, if we're going to win eight games in two combined years, I would hope that there's going to be some <laughs> staff bashing during the season. Texas says Katie George has a weekly dating segment on the Diener show, which I know some people are annoyed about. Like during, I can date her? Uh, during she, Well, she's married. During the segment today, Happily. Drew said that, quote, maybe that's why I'm single about some comment that he made. I really wanted to let him know that I can't. Well, can't. I can't. I, 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 as soon as you said that, you knew where that was going. I, did, I should have known. I'm, yeah. I'm slow today. I'm slow today. That's all right. It's okay. Uh <laughs> 
I just got excited thinking she, when you said she did a dating segment, you mean she was dating people. I was like, no, she's, <laughs> she's married to Paula DePiccolo, the Uvell soccer player, now Loose City soccer player. Happily? I believe they are very happily married. Faithfully? <laughs> Katie rules. I didn't, know that that, I didn't know that that was going on, but <laughs> you almost got me. Well, if I can't have Katie George, I'll have to go with Kelsey Riggs then. Kelsey Riggs? I mean, well, yeah, isn't that her name? Yeah, I'm, I'm familiar with Kelsey Riggs. Well, I mean, because it, 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 you know, I've always said I wanted to get a girl in the name, she can go to Kelsey Kelsey. That, true, you have always said yeah. that? Yeah. I don't think, she, is she not married? I mean, he, he's not right for her. <laughs> <laughs> Texture says. Well, she, I thought you were looking it up. I know. No, I, I, don't know if, I don't know if that information is out there. Uh, something tells me if I Google her name, I'm going to get caught down a rabbit hole that isn't her personal life and her, who she's married to. Texas says, best part of the ACC-SEC Challenge announcement was UK fans melting down about not getting to play Duke. They did seem kind of upset, but I did see TJ tweeting about how, like, this is actually, like, like Miami's a good matchup, like, they'll be a good team, it should be, yeah. which I agree with. Like, that's, why I was, that's why I want to ask that question, is it Kentucky fans, you know, mad that they got the short end and that, that Arkansas got the Duke matchup, or is that they looking at it as, you know, you can be, because, like, you know, like TJ is being positive and saying, hey, look, you know, Duke by, is the name, but we're getting the team that is considered the probably the best team in the ACC, or at least they were last year. Yeah, I mean, I, I think, think they were the best team in the ACC last year. But yeah, they, I mean, I think they were too. And um, they, the, I mean, they were the one seed in the conference tournament. Yeah. Um, and they made it the furthest. They won't be like Duke's going to be preseason top five, so Duke will be the highest ranked ACC team. But who knows? By the time that the challenge rolls around in late November, that could uh, have flipped on its head a little bit. Yeah, I maybe mean, we'll be number one. It, maybe you never know. Uh, they're going to be. It's going to be a good opponent for UK, and also. I know that I think that UK fans also just fell into this, this this feeling of, you know, we're going to play Kansas every year in the Big Twelve Challenge because it kind of happened. Like like they just it was hard to give them a different opponent besides Kansas because a lot of times in those years UK was clearly so much above the rest of the SEC, and that's probably not going to happen with the ACC SEC Challenge. If you look at the SEC uh, the ACC Big Ten Challenge back in the day. Yeah, you did. It, it kind of was a year by year thing. If a team was supposed to be really good, they matched up against another team that was supposed to be really good. So you're not just going to get Duke or UNC every year because you're UK. Now, will you get them a lot of time? Or, you know, every now and then for sure, because mm. a lot of times Duke's supposed to be really good and UK's supposed to be really good. But other times you're going to have matchups like this. It's just it's kind of the way it is. You got you got more flavors now with the ACC than you used to have back in the day. Hey, work for Baskin Robbins. Yeah. Well done. Did you, did you ever go to Bass Robbins do the uh, the sample, try to sample every flavor thing? No. Just irritate them? No. Where's that, where's that rum raisin at? Texas, holy hell, how many times have you watched Harold and Kumar go to White Castle, Trevor? Uh, Cherry Hill for BC for the 17th time. Never change. <laughs> I, see, I just let that one go. Today. Wait, what's, what's BC at then? It's Chestnut Hill. God, I do it all the time. I know you do. Underrated. I, I do like we haven't come to White Castle. That's a funny movie. It, I, I do too. I liked it. Yeah. That, did you? The other that? one's not as much. Yeah. The sequels. I mean, it's a, it's a it's a comedy sequel. The Christmas one was a little over the top. I don't think I ever saw that. It was like they, they did it in three D. I saw the Guantanamo Bay one. Yeah, it was a little little campy. It was yeah. They 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 were a little little too over the top with it. Not to, not that writing a cheat in the first one isn't it, yeah, going exactly. far, but. Or having Neil Patrick Harris doing lines off strippers driving down the down the street. Neil Patrick Harris just stole my car, dude. 
I know you've heard this. He got the. He supposedly got the role in How Much Mother because of that scene. Yeah, he, he did. That's what I've heard. Yeah. Uh, so I'm just reading, looking at my text. Sorry, I'm distracted. Danny's in. I mentioned this before. Who I did the podcast with? Yeah. He's in Baltimore. He's going to the Orioles Reds game tonight. Yeah. And he he had lunch with his the Reds who won last who night. Won last night. We're gonna talk about it. Okay. He had lunch with his his uncle, who's the equipment manager for the Reds, and like he was get, spilling all the tea and give me the, the the gossip. And he's like, I just got back to my hotel. And I, they have a prize wheel at the front at the front desk, and I, I have to spin it. I spun it, and the, the lady started running around and clapping while it was spinning like I was on the prices right, and everybody was paying attention to me. I was like, well, now I just want to know what you got. Uh, did he win? Yeah, come on. Did he win? What did he win? That's the next question. I've got to find out. <laughs> How do you not include that in the first text? I, I agree. Uh, the like other- a prize wheel like you see it like like like, like, stay, like uh, school fairs and stuff maybe? Who I don't know. No idea. His big information though from lunch was Luke Weaver, who's starting for the Reds tonight. Very attractive wife. I was like, thank you for that, Danny. I appreciate it. He's like, she sat behind us. She's gorgeous. Well, I don't. That doesn't make me. I, I'd rather her, him be married to an ugly woman. Yeah. He's more angry on the mound. Maybe. Maybe How that's, maybe that's been the problem. How wifey's going to be distracted thinking about her cheating on him? Well, she stuck with him through Korean baseball, so I'm <laughs> sure he's probably feeling pretty confident these days. Texas, the wa- the wire is slower than Trevor walking across the walking bridge. Oh, is the wire slow? I don't think it's. I don't. I don't see it as being slow. I mean, I look. At, I've always looked at it as five mini movies because every season is its own story in the grand scheme puzzle that is the game. Yeah, I don't. I don't see it as slow. But I, I, yeah, I never saw it as slow either. I guess. I mean, I guess it could strokes. be. But I mean, yeah. some people don't think. I. I have never been able to get into Mad Men because I just find it to be exhaustingly slow but some people love it it was hard to watch on doing like because mad men's like it's an hour long and you're right it is slow it's hard to binge that show i tried i did i couldn't couldn't do it texas john ramsey is awesome he needs to be on the radio um <laughs> been, I, talk, I heard that rumor well, he says he needs to be on the radio oh okay i talked with john last week i think uh, he, he's, trying, he's got some stuff in on the back burner I don't, I think he's got I, some plans i feel like a challenge like i want him to come in and like fill in like and do, do I want to do a show with John Ramsey and see how it works? We did it. it well, you were gone when he came in and did the show. Well, and I have been in the studio with him like our first, your first show first, ever. Yeah, first show he came in and did. Yeah, and and I, that was that was the first thing he made the 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 Pearl Jam reference. And I was like, dude, that was the show where <laughs> one of, still maybe my favorite moment of the entire show was <laughs> where like we were talking about sports and you know, he's giving he's like, he's like all right, but he's like let's change gears, let's shift gears here, and he's like. How about this COVID nineteen thing? Is this going to go away, Mike? What's going? On? And I was like, I was like, let's shift gears to the most. Co-. He's like, he's like, everybody get your vaccine. Like, just shift gears to the most controversial topic possible. Like, I'm like, okay, let's talk COVID. Dexter says, um, milk in a bag seems more environmentally friendly. I yeah, it's it just looks weird. Uh, it, it I couldn't. I, I don't think I can drink any 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 liquid in a bag. It just makes me feel like I'm drinking out of a trash bag. Yeah, it, yeah, I'm with you. Texas says, what's more likely, undefeated football team this year or TK can, that can pull vault? Undefeated football team. I'm, I'm going undefeated football team. Texas well, Trevor, Canada didn't choose to have wildfires. They don't want them either. Uh, that's just your that's opinion. What they, that's your opinion, man. You don't know that. They could. They, man, <laughs> you ever seen Strange Brew? Never got that movie. Why it's so popular in Canada, I'll, I'll never understand. Texas, wait, can we just come on the show for the summer radio? Can we have a contest? I'll leave work early. I think that's in relation to you wanting to have the, or talking about having the beef jerky guy on the show. Yeah, bring him on. Yeah, I mean, somebody wants to come up here, you just dodge. I noticed you dodged the wire today. What do you mean? The wire out front. 
I did. I, I drove underneath yeah. it. Yeah. When you leave, I feel like I don't know why. I always I feel I hear it scrape the top of my car when I leave, but not when I come in. And it, <laughs> uh, by the way, it does still worry me a little bit. Like when does. I hear it, even I know it's a phone wire. It's like a million a, people are pointing out the fact that the what I do the the Diener thing is not Katie George. Oh, he she doesn't go on his show. Yeah, it, it's it's uh, it, it's a different Katie apparently. Oh, okay. It's not Katie George. Can I date her then? <laughs> Give it a shot. <laughs> now everyone's just trying to get me to say the same thing. I'm, I'm not telling. We're, we're not going down that road. What, Diener? Yeah. Oh, not, yeah, yeah. yeah. Texas, Canada also gave us insulin for type 1 diabetics. There you go. I, Thank you, Canada. Yeah. Well, how did I not include that with Tribute Pursuit? Yeah. I mean, Texas says the leftovers is very weird, but a very good and entertaining. I love the leftovers. I don't why, is, The leftovers is that's not the one with Matt LeBlanc, right? No. He, his show was on Showtime, I think. I, for some reason, but it is with the guy, Justin Thoreau, who dated, who's married to Jennifer Aniston. So there's a friend's tie in there. Okay. So I do have a tendency of getting my Showtime and HBO shows mixed up. Okay. They're yeah. the only two worth watching. Have you ever really watched anything on Cinemax or Stars, any of their originals programming? What do you mean? Like, like I, 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 can't, I can't think of a show. Yeah, I'm sure I have. I got one. Well, no, I think I'll take that as a no. Since you can't even name one show on any other. Like, have you ever watched another show on Showtime? Yeah, uh, I know. I, ha- I know. I have. I I can't think of which shows go on which networks. Okay, so well, I not so you, situation is me. But I mean, I know HBO has the longer list of them. But I mean, Showtime had Californication. Showtime, I know had Dexter. I watched that. Dexter, back in the yeah. Day. Um, I never watched Dexter. I watched but, Billions. Yeah, I think. Ball, Ballers was HBO, right? You, you Ballers was there. HBO. The, the issue with Showtime shows, we talked about this before, is they all, I feel like they all went on too long. Like they all, like, like HBO shows, they sign in, they have this like set plan. We're going to do three seasons of this. We're going to do four seasons of this. Showtime shows, it, it, like they would get popular and then you could feel like in the third or fourth seasons that everybody was writing oh. to just keep people their jobs. Like to just like, we were trying to create crazy storylines that's going to keep this thing going and do it. Like Homeland was kind of the same way. Weeds. Weeds was definitely Weeds the is same Showtime. Way. That's probably one of the better Showtime shows. But like that also just it got way too outlandish because they were oh, just yeah. trying to keep the show alive. I feel like every Showtime show is kind of that way. Well, so you and I agree with you with HBO, and uh, but I would say the exception to that rule would be Entourage. Entourage is is, is in that because after way. like the yeah. third season or fourth season, it just basically just started repeating itself For over sure. and over and yeah, over. Definitely. I did do a recent watch of Entourage, and I I, I halted after like the fourth season. Like, I think they'd just done me and Ian or whatever, and I was kind of like, all right, this is, I think this is where we're going to start getting into the repeat stuff. And back in the day, it was okay to watch for the the, the scenery, but now I, I've got the internet. I don't need that anymore. No, a lot of people have sent in something about this same show that this texter does, and I, I think there's a couple more that we're going to get to, but just finished The Bear Season 2. Would highly recommend it. My wife and I just moved to Chicago from Louisville, and the show heavily features the city, which made it a little more interesting for us. I, the city the, of Chicago or Louisville? Chicago. Yeah. The, the new season of The Bear just came out. I'm seeing everybody talk about it. I kind of want to watch the, the first season because I never got a chance to. Well, it's got the guy from Shameless on it. Right. It's all about, I think, a restaurant. and just, Oh, Shameless was another good one, too. I never watched it. It went too far. It, they, they, I, I didn't actually finish it because I dropped out before the last three seasons or so because this is when the main girl left. But the first, it, it, I, I liked the, the, the first half of the season. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, uh, more text from you. We'll get to this Jeff Brom list. We'll talk a little Trenton Flowers as well. It's the Mike Rutherford Show here on 1450 and 96.1, The Big X. To give, to give is too easy, but that's the way. 
I remember this song came out in sixth grade, and I would always make fun of the I'll go do the dishes while well, you go have a beer. I mean, talk about like setting like women's rights back. What was Paula Polkhold thinking? Well, this song's so sexy. She didn't shave her armpits, though. There was that. I remember that. That's the other thing that really? I remember about the. Oh, yeah, in the video. It was It was. Noticed. Does it notice? I'm, 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 I've got the video on. I only got to notice that. 12-year-old Mike was just stunned. <laughs> so she's right there with the, uh, the German girl from the Luck Balloons song. I guess. I, In the video, she puts her I, hair, I arms up and there's that. a scene and she... Uh... Did you see uh, sad news <laughs> that happened, I think, right after we got off the air yesterday? Ryan Mallett. I uh, saw it's crazy. Passed away yesterday. And apparently, he's one of like 11 people in... In Florida, on the Gulf, that have gotten caught in riptides and have drowned in the last like two weeks, which is nuts. Yeah, um, is riptide the same thing as an undertow? Yeah, but basically, yes. Okay, like, you, you pull like, sort of like the little cyclone happens. Yeah, you under because um, it, it reminded me, I'd forgotten the story from I want to say January or February of Peyton Hillis was in Florida. I think also at the Gulf. He's been trending and looked out and like saw his his niece and his son had gotten caught up in a riptide and he like swam out there ended up saving them both and he almost died like like he got he, he like collapsed he was in the hospital for weeks he said his lungs will never be the same and the, the thing that i remember the story was he discussed which is the, the it's insane to think about he had to he realized that his son was in slightly better shape than his niece his niece was like was, was on the verge of death and so he swam past his drowning son to rescue his niece. Like an iRobot moment. Yeah, and he was like, he's like, you know, he's like, I'm not sure he's going to survive, but like, I know she's not going to if I don't act now. And he's like, by the time I, he, by the time he got his, he put his his niece on like a boogie board and like pushed her towards the shore. And by the time he got back to his son, he was like blue and like his eyes were rolled back in the back of his head and all this stuff. And you know, you're thinking like, did I just, did that decision just cost me my son's how, life? How like, I forget I just, about this. It's a crazy story. When, did, when they did, all end up living, he says it's a hundred percent a miracle that they all yeah. live. But I mean, just the, the Gulf. I mean, the ocean in general is just kind of it's terrifying. I mean, I think I think I told you just like one of the last times I was in, uh, I, I, not the last time I was on the uh, ocean, but I don't go in a lot. But I had I when I was a kid in Lake City, I got caught in an undertow. It's ter- it's scary. It was, even like a small one, like close to the. Either. I think I was like, maybe nine or ten, and I mean, I was like, you know, I'm a big nine or ten year old. And I just remember, yeah, I was out there with my buddy Derek. My mom, I remember my mom being like, "Y'all be careful," because they had the, like they had the signs up saying, you know, for warnings that mm-hmm. they're they, they were they were, and I mean, it, not to the sign George stands. I mean, it, it was it was probably for ten seconds, but like ten minutes. Sure. I mean, just and I, I still remember it. Yeah, and it's, it was it was a freaky thing. But Mallet, how did I not remember the Peyton Hill? I don't remember the, when did that happen. It was this year. It was like just a few months ago. Wow, in, in January, I, February. I was brain farting on that one. But Ryan Mallett, uh, known for the you know, having a gigantic arm at Arkansas yeah. back in the day, uh, little stint in the NFL. Bobby Petrino, who coached him at Arkansas, put out mm-hmm. a statement last night saying, I'm heartbroken to hear the passing of one of the greatest competitors I've had the privilege of coaching. Not only was Ryan a great leader and teammate on the field, he was a thoughtful and generous person off the field as well. Personally, I know how much he loved being a hog. I, along with thousands of others, will always remember the fourth and three in Little Rock against LSU when he made the perfect pass to Joe to steal the win. My heart goes out to his family and to all of Hog Nation tonight. Gone but never forgotten. May you rest in peace, buddy. Love you. It's just, it, it's very sad. I mean, sad when it happens to anybody, but you know, 35, he'd become a high school football head coach recently. Um, just a terrible, terrible. 
I didn't. I didn't know he actually started at Michigan, transferred to Arkansas. I didn't know that until yesterday. That's now that you say that. Like I had not remembered that. Uh, I, I mean, I, I remember he, he was the quarterback for the ten win Arkansas teams of Petrino, right? Yes, yeah, I know. He, 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 yeah, was, he, was, he was with New he, England. He, yeah. I think inherited the job from I mean, Casey Dick was the quarterback before him, who was like good, but like more of the yeah, resourceful, scrappy. He, kind he, of quarterback. he held a uh, uh, backup job in the NBA at NFL for a few years too, I believe. Remember the Mitch Mustaine era where like. <laughs> He was the number one quarterback, and like his basically his high school coach just like infiltrated the entire program, took over, and they sucked, and they transferred, transferred to USC. I was wondering why I saw Peyton. <laughs> I do remember him, by the way. I was wondering why Hillis was trending. I, I hadn't clicked on it. I assumed it was like something to do with Madden or something coming out with the Madden. Because he's always kind of remembered as like that one Madden cover that like, really, Peyton Hillis? One <laughs> <laughs> of the... One of the best stories, and this is not to make a lot of what happened, but I, I do remember Ryan Mallett for when like early eras of the, the the sports internet. There was a story about a kid who like had class with Mallett at Arkansas, and it's like a big auditorium. They're taking a test, and like Ryan Mallett stands up in front of everybody and just goes. Who want to give Ryan Mallett a Scantron? <laughs> What's a Scantron? <laughs> you never took a test on Scantron? No. It's like the little like sheets where you had to fill in A, B, or C, D. Oh, okay, answer. that was yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I yeah, took those. Yeah. Like everyone just looks yeah. and sits down for a solid minute, and he sits down, puts his headphones on, like nothing happened. Uh, <laughs> so that that was always one of the early lines from the sports center. Who want to give Ryan Mallett a scan, Sean? Um, but it also reminds me of the story. My kid, one of my good friends who I played high school baseball with and played baseball with growing up, ended up going to West Virginia, Tyler Coon, and he always had a story about he had to miss a. A test for a road trip or something, and so he had to take a makeup, and it was just him and Steve Slayton taking a test together in this like room because Slayton had been out for something sports related as well. And he's like, the the proctor comes in, hands us our test, and like walks out of the room, and he's like, I start filling out, I start doing it, and Steve Slayton goes, Hey man, you want the answers? <laughs> I was like, Did you take? Him? He's like, Yeah, I took him. He's like, Yeah, yeah, I want the answers. Let's get out of here. I was like, Well, that's the way it happens at West Virginia. That's fine. Uh, what are you gonna do? Hey man, you want the answers? <laughs> like, yeah. Why didn't you ask sooner? I've been doing my own work here for five minutes. We could have been out of here. It's cool like that happened to me in college. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did not get that treatment in college or any other time. Of my yeah, life. nor did I. Uh, 502-414-1450 is the Thornton's text line. We'll jump back there in a second. But I did want to talk about uh, Jeff Brom. We mentioned yesterday on a a list which has turned some heads today. I've seen more reaction to it today about him being named one of the top head coaches, top 10 head coaches in all of college football. He was number 10 on this list from 24-7 Sports based on this formula they use. He's on a different list today from uh, 24-7 Sports. Cody Nagel, who's a national writer for uh, covering college football for the entity, has a list of the top 15 quarterback developers. Is it Brown and Nagel's nephew? I don't know. We have to ask. Brown and Nagel, who started at West Virginia. That's right. Renshaw famously said he, he dated his girlfriend after he left. Really? Yes, he tell me. That's a cool story. Yeah. Is it true? I don't know. Well, I, I believe he probably maybe slept with her. I can't see Renshaw dating anyone. No, well, he's married now. Yeah, I know. That's the only exception, maybe. But uh, the, the top 15 quarterback developers in all of college football, Garrett Riley, the Clemson offensive coordinator, is number 15. And then Jeff Brom checking in right there at number 14. Here's what uh, Nagel has to say. He said, with two decades' worth of coaching experience in college, Louisville head coach Jeff Brom knows a thing or two about developing quarterbacks and operating a high-powered offense. Prior to returning to his alma mater, Brom was the head coach at Purdue for six seasons. 
In his final two years with the Boilermakers, Brom helped quarterback Aiden O'Connell rank inside the top 15 nationally in passing yards per game. And throughout his nine seasons as an FBS head coach, his passing offenses consistently secured a spot in the top 20 nationally, ranking 13th on average during that period. As head coach at Western Kentucky from 2014 to 16, the Hilltoppers were one of the best offensive units in the country, averaging 44.6 points per game, 356.6 passing yards, and 562.6 yards of total offense in three seasons. Western Kentucky ranked in the top 10 nationally in scoring offense, passing offense, and total offense in each of Brom's three seasons as head coach. Louisville hired Brom uh, as head coach in December, and now he reunites with former Purdue and California quarterback Jack Plummer, who transferred to the quarterbacks uh, to the Cardinals shortly after Brom made the move to Louisville. There you go. Jeff Brom, 14. Garrett Riley, is it relation to Lincoln Riley? I believe so. Garrett Riley's the offensive quarter at Clemson right now. He right? is, and Lincoln Riley's number one on that list, by the way. Yeah, I didn't know if you, maybe you, that was a typo because I was going to say Garrett Riley is a person, but I mean, I, I didn't know if they were related or not. I, mm, I couldn't tell you for sure. Maybe. Uh, yeah, yeah. He, he's his little brother. Yeah, yeah. he's thirty three, and Lincoln's only thirty nine. They're both young. I, I mean, yeah, it makes. I was thinking of Lincoln Riley. This is this is like the oh, I'm, this is a story like only me, me and like a, like five nerds would get who played college football game. The last college football, he looks so relaxed, like sitting there. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> I would tell you, you said your arms back, so he did, like that's behind stretch. your head. Just ready to listen to a TK tale. <laughs> <laughs> Lay it on me. Oh, the, the YouTube cameras couldn't come soon enough for that vision. They'll be here next week. But uh, I, I know you didn't play it as much, but the last one, you know. I played it religiously the, back the, in the, the day. 14, the last one was so awesome because you had the head coaches and you had real offensive coordinators on the game. And, you know, uh, Petrino was at Western in the last game, and, and Bro- Jeff was his offensive coordinator, and we had Strong. And I, I forget who our, our offensive coordinator was. I think that's the, the guy that's there now, right? Garrett, um, not Garrett, who's our offensive coordinator now? The uh, Brian? No, well, the, no, the guy that went to UAB. Oh, uh, Garrett McGee. Yeah, I think he was all OC that year, if I remember right. I could be wrong. But he, regardless, he leaves. And I remember, I'll never forget the last dynasty I did, I took most seriously. I, he was replaced by Lincoln Riley, who was the OC at uh, East EK, uh, ECU that year. Oh. And I, I, how, so I, I always knew Lincoln Riley was when he came up and, and before he became the big name he is now, all because he was hired as from we hired him from ECU in Louisville in my dynasty. Is there that you go. Replaced right. offensive coordinator. Uh, Video but, games help people with knowledge. That's how Ted. That's how Teddy Bridgewater run the offense at Louisville. Yeah, supposedly, which is genius. I think it is. Because we had so 2013 would have been Sean Watson, right? Yeah, this was 2014. So Petrino's first year. Well, it was no, it was Petrino's uh, for only year at Western. Well, was 2014 was Petrino's first year back. Okay, so it was 13 and I was so 13. Okay. Sean Watson would have been hard. Okay, because that was Charlie Strong's last. Year. Maybe that's who it wasn't. Okay, I couldn't remember. But I, I do I'd think Garrett, I do think Garrick McGee was the year offensive back. coordinator the year later in 2014. Okay, on Petrino's first staff. I know, I know when Petrino's first year was because Petrino was on Western in the game. Okay, and Brom, but the fact they had the the real offensive defensive coordinators' names. I mean, it's, it's pretty just, cool. Yeah, like if that that's something when the game knock on wood still does come out next year. Uh, that's what I really hope. I mean, I hope it's that in depth with that stuff because. For someone who is a nerd like me, doesn't just play the online games like everyone else does. I'm in a minority that just does like the dynasties and the simulations and things like that. It's, it's an awesome thing. Speaking of games, tomorrow AEW's new video game comes out. Uh, how excited are you? Fight Forever. I am. I, 
I, I on a scale of one to ten, I'm a fourteen. Really? Yeah, I'm I'm really pumped for this. Like I, I'm, I'm considering whether I want maybe we should take Friday off because I might stay up all night Thursday night and play this game. Will Orange Cassidy be in the game? Oh yeah, he's in the game. And I've told you it's the same gameplay as the old No Mercy game back in the day. It means nothing to me. Uh, did you ever play NCW, uh, WCW versus NWO Revenge? I feel or like at friends' houses, maybe. 64. Oh, it's the best game. It's the, the best style of wrestling game ever made back in the late 90s, early 2000s. It's awesome. I can't wait. I'm, I'm happy s- for I'm you. Sorry. Yeah, it's, uh, thank you. Get you. your PS5 here at the studio. I'm going to take it home, though. i got to download it. Perfect time. AEW's tonight. I think Orange is wrestling. I don't know who. I'm sure he's on the card. But that's so cable. We got the electricity back just in time. Unfortunately, I missed last night's Dark Side of the Ring about Junkyard Dog. I was really looking forward to watching that one. I'll have to find that one on the internet more watch it. I'm sorry. You know who Junkyard Dog is, though, right? No. You remember Junkyard Dog from the 80s? No. Big black dude, carried the chain. No. Came out. Kind of sounds familiar. Yeah. But he was popping yeah. in the 80s. He was on the cartoon. Right, let's talk real quickly before we go back to the text line to end the, the second hour here. Uh, USA Today came out with their... First mock NBA draft for next spring, the 2024 NBA mock draft. This is by Brian. It took Kal- him so long. Called Broski. Um, next year's NBA draft is going to be kind of interesting because there's no like this time of year ago. Everybody already had Victor Wembanyama is going to be number one. It's done deal. Don't worry about it. There's no consensus on number one right now, and everybody seems to be just glancing at some of the ones that are out there. Everyone's kind of all over the place with all of their lottery picks. But on this specific uh, mock draft from from USA Today, they've got Trenton Flowers going number 11 overall to the Oklahoma City Thunder. They've got him being Louisville's first lottery pick in quite a long time. This is Mitchell. Uh, They say, here's what he has to say about Flowers. Trenton Flowers is one of our favorite sleeper picks, although he was indeed a standout during the 2022 Nike EYBL Peach Jam Tournament. He averaged 21 points, uh, 10.4 rebounds, 4.0 assists per 40 minutes. His versatility is there, an NBA scout told for the win. He can facilitate and initiate offense as a secondary playmaker. He can score at every level and play above the rim. Flowers already has a great feel for the game, and he offers pro-caliber size, conditioning, and work ethic. That's exciting. I'm excited, but also worried. I mean, are we going to get Florida stated on this one? What do you mean? Like, the, the, he doesn't do much here, but still is a lottery pick? Uh, yeah, and, and bounces, but, but you know, we get, we'll get flashes. You know, we'll get maybe a game where he, you know, he, he puts up a decent number, maybe helps us win. God knows, God helps us win. Help, please do. But like, it, it's one of those guys like you. He comes back next year. He could be a st- a Jordan War like advancement in terms of statistics and, and type things. But he's not going to because the NBA sees the potential despite the lack of numbers in his freshman year, and he goes in the lottery. I mean, kind of Florida State. Like, what what happened to them? It's not just a Florida State thing. I kind of feel like that's like pretty much everybody who just got drafted. Well, <laughs> like if you look Maybe at you got Michigan this year, I mean, yeah, I mean, if you look at like all of the draft results this year, at, at least when it comes to the freshmen, and this you know we we hammered in so much about Brandon Miller, the exception, Brandon Miller being the obvious exception, but like we 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 hammered in so much about the lack of productivity from freshmen this past season. Miller being the only top hundred scorer who's a true freshman this year. When you look at the guys who were drafted as true freshmen, like I mean, I, I guess Jarris Walker did some good things. He, he was a Productive player for Houston, but he wasn't their superstar this year. Never healthy. And the t- Taylor Hendricks from UCF. Do you remember much from Taylor Hendricks from UCF this past year? Uh, no. In fact, I thought he, I thought there was a typo in him and Austin Hendricks, the outfielder for the Reds in, in their farm system. They did not. They okay. they met the UCF player, Casey Wallace. I think even UK fans would say like, yep, you know, he certainly had flashes, but he was not 
the superstar freshman that matches up with some of the ones that they've had in years past. Far from it. The two guys from Duke didn't do. I mean, I know Whitehead was hurt a little bit. Um, Lively got better as the season went along, but they were not superstars. Uh, you mentioned the two kids from Michigan didn't do a whole lot. I think didn't Jet put up numbers though, right? Yeah, but they, again, on a team that didn't I mean, make the NCAA tournament, like they were. Just, that's true, but I, I was thinking more along the lines of like your four state guys, like you get your Jonathan Isaac, who averaged like eight points a game, or uh, who's the the Walker uh, that, that that was a lottery pick from a couple. Like it seemed like three years in a row they had freshman guys getting stolen from them left and right. That you know that the, the kid from Marquette, who I know is not a freshman, but he still he had those types of numbers. They're drafting him based on potential. Yeah, yeah, based the potential the potential draft, which is where Flowers I think would be probably going to if. If he gets picked at that point, whatever whatever Miller was on mock drafts this time last year. Um, I mean, I, I'm assuming somebody may have had him question. in their lottery, but I dollars donuts. I would put a, uh, no one had him in the top three, probably. Probably not. I mean, I, th- I think it was all Victor and Scoot one and two. Yeah, which Scoot did go three. So I mean, given and, that, and then a lot of people liked all the Arkansas kids. Which the the kid that uh, yeah the one that looks like the lead singer from the Party USA uh, band uh, the Black Anthony Black he he went in the lottery didn't he didn't he go like he six? still went he still went high yeah Nick Smith was the guy that I think was on like, everybody's top he fell top though because of he injuries fell. yeah where did, so, they, where did he even get drafted I wonder um I don't know I don't yeah. remember seeing his name either so Let's see sure. Nick Smith went twenty seventh to the Nuggets okay so that's thinking Nuggets that's are they gonna get another Michael Porter like steal on that one so USA Today the same website. On August 1st of last summer, their 2023 mock draft, they had Wembenyama first, okay. Scoot second, okay. Nick Smith from Arkansas third. <laughs> they had the well, the overtime elite guys at four and five, which ended up being you're talking about true. Thompson twins. Yeah, the, yeah, Amen and whatever. Yeah, the other that's ones. actually where we went four and five. Yeah, and then they had Derek Whitehead from Duke going sixth. Cam Whitmore from Villanova, which I don't know if you've seen that drama. What's that? Cam Whitmore from Villanova. Apparently, he fell. Because Kyle Neptune, his head coach at Villanova, was kind of bad talking him. Oh, really? I've not seen that. He doesn't work hard. He didn't get along. And there clearly was a divide between Whitmore and, and Neptune at Villanova this past season. But you know, most coaches will put that aside and you know, kind of talk the kid up regardless to try to get you to draft. But apparently, he fell because his head coach was kind of bad mouthing him. So there's there's drama there. Uh, Keontae George from Baylor was eighth. I'm just, Case of Wallace was nine, which is pretty close to where he ended up going. This is a pretty good mock draft, actually. Brandon Miller was 18th in this mock draft. Not too far off. This guy did pretty good, pretty well. Maybe. Although he had Arthur Kalum at 17, who ended up he's got another year of college coming back. I mean, Nick Smith doesn't fall that far if he's not injured, probably. Probably. He says he's healthy, maybe he has a better year. You don't see him, yeah. Grady Dick at 15. That's yeah, he's he's real close. Although he had Terquavian Smith at 13, that didn't happen. <laughs> Do you have Jordy, Jordan Hawkins in there? Um. No. I, 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 I Hood Shafino would be the one I would think came as a real surprise, too. I bet he wasn't even on there. He was – he would have – I mean, I think he surprised everybody. Yeah, I don't think he was even a big – And know. he kind of does go against what we were just talking about. He was a freshman who put up – Decent very, numbers. Pretty good numbers for a, a good uh, team last 13 year. 13.5 points, four rebounds, three assists. I don't think Flowers' numbers would be that much next year. I wouldn't. I wouldn't expect it to be. Who knows? I mean, this is. I don't know what to expect from him. I think there's. Not sure. There's a lot of hype. He might. Maybe he's just the real deal. Or maybe he's really good, and the rest of the team just isn't. And he puts up monster numbers. Or maybe he is a role player on a team with a ton of talent. I don't. I mean, there's. We just. We don't know the answers to any of these questions, and we won't until we start playing some games. According to the best rover, Shilpino was the twentieth prospect in the twenty-two class. Not That's bad. not that bad, yeah. Not I don't remember being that highly rated, but okay. Uh, we can go back to the text line to start the next hour, but we only have a couple minutes here. We do need to talk. The Reds, I said yesterday, 
if they lose to the Orioles, if they if the, the losing streak gets to four straight with a- Abbott on the hill, with you know the the A team lineup in the game, it's a Scott Satterfield curse. The, the first pitch that it would have been a Impossible to deny anymore. Thank God it did not happen. Oh. I don't know if you saw. So, so they, they get rain delayed again, but they they come they come back out in the eighth. TJ Friedel hits a home run to give him an insurance run. They bring in Alexis Diaz, who's you know one of the best closers in the game right now. He's got like thirty four straight saves. He's, he's been unreal, and he gets the he gets I think the first two outs pretty easily. Then walks a guy. That guy still second defensive indifference. They have a chance to end the game. The next batter's up. The, the, for some reason, the dude who stole second thought that the, the pitch had been fouled off. So he starts walking back to first base. And everybody's like, throw him out. Like, all you have to do, all, all Diaz has to do. I hadn't seen this, but Spears was talking yeah. about it in, in, in comparison to ethical ethics in baseball. Yeah, he's, he's like walking back to first base thinking it was a foul ball. It wasn't. He successfully stole second. All Diaz has to do is throw the ball like 10 feet, like me to you right here. Like lob it over to Matt McClain. He tags him. Game's over. He throws it into center field. Like just, just complete panic. Just throws it away. The next pitch is in the dirt. Hits the dude batting. And all of a sudden, like they have a haze coming up. And it's like I was like, if they lose in this manner, if, if they lose now, it's officially a curse. If we lose on a three-run bomb after having a dude who thought the game was was, was you know was basically like walking back to first base and we just couldn't make a ten-foot toss, then you said Diaz. You sure it wasn't Car- Karchner? Alexis Diaz. Car- <laughs> Karchner's still with the bats. I mean, it sounds like you, you take out the name. I would have thought you were describing Karchner. It was a very I, I got very panicky. And the ball that the, the game ended on was actually pretty well hit to center. But the Reds do get the victory. Uh, the Brewers lost last night, which means the Reds are back in first place by uh, for uh, by a half game. Uh, tonight they got the they got the my favorite lineup is out there. If we can just get Luke Weaver to my God, just give us like five decent innings. Saw a tweet for somewhere where Luke Weaver actually has been pitching well his last five starts. Uh, well, is a very relative term. There. It was one of those baseball tweets where it was like his last five starts. Uh, he he's the only pitcher who has done like six something. It's like the like the five random numbers that like matches up to make him put in the only list kind of thing. Yeah, I feel like baseball is the only way it does it. Crazy numbers. I mean, you, the guy that you don't have to invent stats for right now is Matt McClain. Eight for 18 this week, four doubles, three homers, nine RBI, four runs scored over the last four games. He's hitting 359 with runners in scoring position for the season. He's now hit safely in 30 of his 38 starts. 20 straight games. He's been on base. The dude is unreal. And I loved hearing, I was talking to Danny after meeting with his uncle, and he was saying his uncle was talking about how much Votto just loves McClain. He's like, he's like Votto's like, I get why Ellie De La Cruz has all the hype. The Reds need to throw the bank at, at Matt McClain and make sure. He I stays think they here. both need to be. That's, They're both so. Good. Well, they've got, they've got Lee De La Cruz playing third, right? He played third last night. They're, they're okay. kind of they're flipping him around. They sometimes India will stay at second. India staying at second. He's over there. Uh, yep. I mean, then you got to figure out. You know, Incarnacion Strand when he comes up, if he comes up at some point. I mean, that's your first baseman of the future. That, that's you your infield. I mean, I I think ideally, you want to have. Encarnacion Strand playing first this season if they're hitting their stride for the playoffs and Votto DHing. I think that's the in an ideal world. But then, you know, Senzel's the odd man out. We talked about yesterday, they're definitely trying to prop him up for a trade. Um, you know, Kevin Newman, some other guys. The outfield's kind of a makeshift outfield. Spencer Steer's got to I mean, Spencer Steer might be an all-star. He's hitting seventh tonight. Like, he's he's our leader in home runs and RBI, and he's— Yeah, he's know, having a good year. They're playing him at first tonight. We'll see how that goes. Um, he's yeah he's baby reds. By the way, speak, love him. Speaking of another baby red on the way up, possibly I uh, just see the 
the uh, the AAA. I call AAA. I'm just reading the tweet. Uh, the the bats have called up 20, 2020 second round pick Christian Roa. Okay, he's been called up to uh, AAA from AA today. Okay, about thirty minutes ago. So he's uh, assuming a, he's a pitcher. Is he a relief pitcher or a starter pitcher? He will be. I mean. Triple A could be a starter, I guess. Maybe doesn't really matter at this point. Yeah. I mean, well, you you have be a relief pitcher. You do bullpen days in minors. I mean, so. how the Reds are just calling up and DFAing everybody. <laughs> they're calling guys up. They're pitching them. Then they're DFAing them the next day. They're kind of getting a bad reputation for that. Do you but, still get bullpen start days in MLB? Do you just do well, still? you do if you're us. But yeah, you're I think not Blue Jays really. did it one day. By the way, Blue Jays lost to the Giants three nothing. They got shut out. They're struggling. <sighs> we just have no consistency. Alec Manoa though, he's on the way back. It's going to be okay. All right, 5 o'clock hours up next. We'll get back to the text line. We'll talk a little bit about this, uh, uh, the other football tidbit I want to get to. We'll take some text from you. We can go back and revisit the ACC-SEC Challenge stuff. God love us. Uh, five, all that coming your way in the 5 o'clock hour. Keep it locked right here. More Rutherford Show is next on 1450 and 96.1 The Big X. Get out of my Van Halen shirt before you break Jinx the band, break them off. Basically clapping. I can still hear it. It's still throwing me off. Welcome, everybody. It's the 5 o'clock hour here of the Wednesday hold edition. On, hold on, hold on. Okay. I want to hit that. I want to hit that. I can't hit that. You nailed it. I can't believe we didn't know George Michael was a guy. <laughs> Who knew Liberace was gay? Who knew? <laughs> 5 o'clock hour here, Wednesday edition of Mike Rutherford Show. Playing a little little hurt today, not feeling great. But TK has thankfully just lifted me up on his shoulders like the bodyguard, Kevin Costner, just carrying me, carrying this whole show to 6 o'clock, which we are now an hour away from. I'm more, I'm more Richard Gere. Well, I don't like it. Officer and gentleman. That's what I've heard about you. <laughs> what was, what was, the, was it Debra Reynolds? Who was the, the girl at Officer and Gentleman? I don't know. <laughs> I know the officer... <laughs> no, wait a minute. She was the officer. He was the gentleman. Deborah Winger, yeah. Wasn't there a gerbil involved? <laughs> <laughs> now I'm confused. I don't really watch the movie. Was he the gentleman or was he the uh, Was she a gentleman? Okay. That's, 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 <laughs> that's five o'clock hours here. We've talked to <laughs> a little Reds, a little ACC SEC challenge, a little uh, Jeff Brown making another high-profile national list, Trenton Flowers popping up in the lottery of a mock NBA draft for next season. All that good stuff is happening. Uh, it's been good. It, it's been it's been so good. It's been very good. I and have then, power. Say what? I have power. You've got power now. It's it's a cause for celebration. The SEC challenge stuff, though, I think has dominated the local storyline, not just for us, but also UK being yeah. a little bit upset about the 
the matchup against Miami, which, I mean, again, hearing the things that UK fans get upset about, you just want to shake them and be like, do you hear yourselves? Do you, oh, I, we're, we're, you're upset about playing the second best team in the ACC? Like, we're not even in the damn event. Walk one day in our shoes. See how you feel. I, I said to TJ one day when he was sitting there talking about, like, before Reeves came back, he's like, we just need this. I'm like, dude, this is so first world college basketball problems I'm listening to. I know. It's like, oh, like, no. You were only a six seed last year. <laughs> oh, God. We won four games. Your seed was higher than our than our win total. I mean, they sound like the guy at like, the club. It's like, I can't believe they put sesame seeds in my bun. And we're like the poor guy out back going, anybody going to eat the rest of that, that, the, that calamari? They just aerated <laughs> the greens at the country club. Yeah. <laughs> There's a little sand on them. I, I can't play like this. It's like, you have a country club. Get over it. You'll be fine. Or, or, or the team, or the team, like washing Adam Sandler's windshield before he goes and plays the Portland Open. Why is Madonna? Madonna's called off her tour. She's got a bacterial infection. Probably that Botox boy. She's ugh. Yeah. She just did not know. <laughs> Quick left turn there. That's fine. Uh, we we <laughs> neglected the Thornton sex line for a second. We I love our trending topics though. We will not do that anymore. Five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. If you guys have thoughts, this is the hour to get those in. We'll go back to you guys here and let you carry the show for a little bit because Lord knows I, I can't do it. Texas Ron Livingston is great in Boardwalk Empire. Yeah, also, I yeah. vote for no basketball talk unless news breaks before the season starts. I mean, this is kind of news, right? Yeah, this is I mean, this is newsworthy. I mean, have, it was expected though, I think, right? We have one more non conference game to schedule against the Pepperdines of the world. So there's that. <laughs> Which team is gonna have their, their storied moment for beating Louisville? We know uh, maybe Ron because it wasn't. I forgot he was in Boardwalk. He's a good maybe player. it's because nobody has like FOIA. I know Greer used to always do this. He would like FOIA the, the university to find out the contracts for the non-conference games. But I guess nobody's doing that right now because I've heard we've heard so little about the non-conference schedule. We know they're playing DePaul on the road on December 9th. We know they're playing Kentucky. Yeah. We know they're playing the two games in the Empire Classic against some combination of Texas, UConn, and Indiana. And we know they're playing Bellarmine and Pepperdine. And that's it. We have a, a lot of open spots to fill. And I just I haven't heard any buzz as far as like how that's going to happen, how, how that's going to play out, who we're going to, to fill those spots with. But we now have one more, we one extra one, officially. Texas, it sounds like Mike James still lacks situational awareness and finding players cutting the hoop, as reported from the pickup game. Yeah, I saw CDK had a little write-up on what he had heard from the pickup game. A lot of it was... Right in line with with what I'd heard. I wonder if we're talking to the same people. But he had said he had a little thing about how Caleb Glenn was. He, he kept cutting to the basket. He was playing on Mike James' team, and James like just didn't see him. Could wouldn't get in the ball, and Glenn kind of got frustrated and and stopped cutting at some point. Just the movement on that team sort of stopped. But I mean, again, we're taking. I, I know it's summer. We don't have a whole lot of information, but you don't want to take too much away from just a whatever pickup game on June twenty fifth, right? Yeah. I mean, but I don't, I don't know. Should Mike James be benched I mean, because he can't find Caleb Glenn cutting? <laughs> I mean, Paris probably didn't know who he was at this point still. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're still getting to know each other. Texas is Dean. Come on. I thought I'd gotten all of those. Uh, Texas, wait, people are actually complaining about not making the ACC SEC challenge. We were bleeping 4 and 28. Are these the KP apologists? If so, not surprising. I mean, I think people are, like I said, you don't have to. It's not like a given that the last place team 
gets left out of the ACC, SEC, or, or formerly ACC Big Ten Challenge. No, are you telling me it's not given, it's earned? It's not. It's earned, not given. <laughs> they've Sorry. most years they've, they've they've done that. It's automatically been the team that finished last is the one that got left out. But I mentioned just a few years ago, 2019, Virginia Tech got left out after finishing, I think, fifth in the conference with a 12 and six record. So, like, it, it's still up to their discretion. If they'd really wanted Louisville to be in this thing, they could have put Louisville in this thing. Yeah. They, you know, they they didn't. They chose not to. I don't think the same would have been done if Duke had been in the same situation or North Carolina would have been in the same situation. So on that level, yeah, it, it stings a little bit. It, it's, it's a little embarrassing. Having said that, there's a very easy way to avoid this issue, which is not finishing dead last in the conference. What if, what if we'd finished five conference wins and just one spot above Notre Dame? Do you think they, they would have still bumped us for Notre Dame maybe? If we, no, I, I think they would have put whoever finished last. Okay, I think Notre Dame would have been last. I think they would have. Was there a story why Virginia Tech finished fifth? And was there something maybe connected to that? Well, like I said, they were like they were supposed to be the worst play, the worst team in the conference going into that year. They lost all the players from that team. Uh, Buzz Williams left yeah, for AM. Yeah, Mike Young. I remember they hired yeah. Mike. Like they were supposed to be really bad. They overachieved a little bit in reality, but I think that I mean, you know, but they, they didn't finish last the year before that. No, that's what I'm saying. Like it just yeah. goes to show they kind of go with it's either the team that finished last the year before or who they think is going to be the worst team in the conference. And I don't know, maybe we're both this year. I was going to say, is no that idea. what you're telling me then now that you're saying that that's what they're saying about us? Is it? I think what they're what, what they're saying is one, we were last last year. Well, yeah, that we, we... clearly puts you on the chopping block. And then two, they don't think that we're going to be good enough to justify putting us in and taking somebody else out. I mean, Notre Dame, I don't know what Notre Dame brought back, but I mean, well, I do love their coaching move, though. I will say that. They're going to be okay. I, I, I kind of would rather have good. their coach than ours, to be honest with They'll you. They'll be better. He's he's a real deal. I know, he did it right. They'll be better. Um, I mean, Georgia Tech should be better. And that's the problem with what we did last year is not only were we 4-18 and and 2-18 and in conference, we did all that in, like, the worst ACC ever. Like, <laughs> the bottom of the league was so bad those teams aren't going to stay down. Like Tech is going to get better with Damon Stoudemire. You would think. I don't. I don't know. But you know, but we will see. I think they will. I mean, he 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 did a good job uh, at Pacific. He's he spent a couple of years in the NBA. He was on the short list for the Arizona job. I think that they'll be. He's already getting players, and that was the problem with Passner. He just wasn't wasn't getting players recently. Just weird because that was kind of what Passner was supposed to be known for, right? Well, they got in trouble, and that kind of stopped. Yeah. So, uh, I, I think that. Notre Dame will get better moving forward. Florida State, surely to God, is not going to have another year as disastrous as, as last year was. Like it, it's just like the bottom of the league is not going to stay down forever. Boston College has been taking steps forward the last couple of seasons, so it, it's not, would, it's not just about us getting better. Like we, of, of course, we're going to get better from a four and twenty eight season. Are we going to get markedly better? Better to the point where we're not just you know. Ninth or tenth in the ACC, but we can compete with the top half of the league and be right there. I mean, if you were going to be a projection bump like you did, maybe Virginia Tech, I would think it would have been Syracuse, maybe. Yeah, I think that that's fair. I mean, they, they were what five hundred last year. Who who do they play? Who are they playing this again? They're, they're playing a matchup. I LSU, remember. I believe. Yeah, because I remember down. thinking. I remember thinking like, yeah, it was just like a who. Yeah, weird and match. they didn't bring in a ton. Yeah, they, they you know they they didn't hire a big name head coach. They just no, they, gave it to Autry. Yeah, they lost Jesse Edwards, who was their most productive player from last season, at least in the front court. Plus they, the storyline of us and LSU, the 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 Fed scandal. I mean, that would have been something you could at least promote. I guess I don't, I don't <laughs> think that they would have. But now they did. Syracuse does bring back. The uh, Judamens, who, who was a lot of people thought was going to be a one and done, so that helps. But like they lost our big man, yeah, J- Jesse Edwards. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I can see that. them being. They're a team that I think 
can have a similar type season again next year. I don't think they're going to be way better, but who knows? Texas says Trevor. Nope. Texas says. Was it that bad? No, it's, it's not about you. Oh, okay. Texas says, weren't they talking about bringing back the Big Four Classic with U of L, UK, IU, and Purdue? I don't know if that was serious. Because I, I know they're. Well, I they, wish they would. That'd be awesome. I would like it. But, it, you know, it, it'd be kind of like that Crossroads Classic thing, which now they've, they've done away with the Crossroads Classic, where two of the teams are never going to play each other. Like, we would never play Kentucky. So we would just play Purdue or Indiana every year. It wouldn't be like a rotating three-team deal. I don't know. I'd, I'd be fine with that. Didn't we used to do that the, yeah, with Notre Dame and stuff back in the – didn't we used to have one of those? Maybe. Were we in it like the 80s with Notre Dame and somebody else like, with us? I don't know. I would still. I mean, if you're going to do that, I mean, you know, I guess you you could put Kentucky in it, but like, who would be? It'd be. I mean, Louisville, Kentucky, would you put Bellarmine in it? I still want. I, I'd still prefer Western, to do the thing where it's like a like, like a, a a tournament of all the teams in Kentucky. I think that would be a lot of fun. All the D one teams, at least. Yeah, I mean, or I mean, hell, throw the NIA team, throw throw all them in, throw, throw everybody in there, make it like one of the soccer tournaments where all the leagues are available and. You know, it happens in the middle of non-conference play. I think that'd be fun. That would be fun. But then you also run the risk of, you know, we have to take away the UK game on the schedule every year because we, more years than not, you would think Louisville and Kentucky would play in the championship. Yeah, you would think, but I don't think you should take away this. I mean, that's like saying, well, they played in, in the tournament in 12, so let's just not have them play in the regular season in 13 then. It's not the, it's not the same, exact same thing. It's the, the NCAA tournament versus what would be a tournament where we would be the two favorites every year. You would would we? I mean, well, not right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we would. I, I mean, I would still hope that in the, even in this year that would we would have been, be been the Would we have been the favorite? When we, we, beat, we beat Western yeah. last year. We did. We did. It was a shock to all of us. But it was so much so. Beat them to, bad. So much so. They, like 96 in their asses. So much so they fired Stansbury because of it pretty much. Uh, I mean, would be, when's the last time would we have been the top two seed in that tournament? I mean, we still would have been a top two. We'd be a top two seed right now. I mean, I don't know if we would be. I think we'd be we, like a five behind Campbell's. No, <laughs> we, we would be. A, we'd be the two seed right now. I know we lost to Bellarmine, but we still beat Western. Who are you gonna put ahead of us? I mean, Moorhead. Possibly. I don't think so. I'm not saying we would win, but I'm just saying on paper we should be. We should be the, at least the second best team in the state. Oh, I just saw that Trevor text. You said, uh, "Yeah, I was." Yeah. Texas, I see John Ramsey. I think Shooter McGavin. <laughs> I don't. I don't get that. I like it. Honestly, I think more Diener for Shooter McGavin. <laughs> Shooter, <laughs> two time that baby. <laughs> he spends more time in the sand than David Hasselhoff. Yeah, it was funny the first five times. I heard. <laughs> I'll drink up. Texas, the Bears season two may be the best season of television ever. That's high praise. I just, I mean, I don't know what that person else has compared it, it, it beat for it, but. I mean, maybe he before that he thought season three of Two Broke Girls was the best season ever made. I did, I did, I, I did read the the Wikipedia on it. It does intrigue me, and I think I remember seeing a clip for it because I watch a lot of like reruns TVs on Hulu, like Modern Family and How, My Name Is Earl. That's where I, I would see those on Hulu, and they'll show like the little you know commercial ad before, even though I'm paying extra. So I don't know why I'm getting it, but I do remember seeing a clip for it and thinking that seems intriguing. I might. It's only eighteen episodes, two seasons. Now, I don't know if it'll be different for me. And you, you talk about working in restaurants a lot. I've never worked in a restaurant. So I That's don't know if, true. I don't know if yeah. I'll have, if I won't be able to have the frame of reference that other people like, have. You, that have. you liked waiting, right? 
don't think I ever saw it. I could have sworn. Is that on? That's got to be on the list. It was I not. How do you not see Wedding? I haven't seen it. Sorry. Uh, you should apologize. <laughs> <laughs> she could get you on your knees and beg for my forgiveness. <laughs> sorry. I haven't seen Wedding. I love how you said so sad. You're like, I'm so like, you're disappointed, man. I could tell you were very enthusiastic. I like, and I could tell you were very convinced that I had seen it. I really, cause I really thought you had. And I, if, I think if you don't have server uh, restaurant experience, you can still like waiting. It just may not mean as much. It may not. You might not enjoy it as much. But it's Ryan Reynolds at his. I mean, at the top of his game. I love Ryan Reynolds. Justin Long, top of his game. <laughs> What's that? It's there. It's the only one. <laughs> it's like, what's Justin Long? What do you compare Justin Long at the time of his game to? Jeepers like, Creepers? The fourth best lion <laughs> season of my lifetime. The movie Accepted. Joey Harrington at his peak. No, uh, Randy St. Clair and uh, Zach and Mary make a porno. Okay. It's probably his best his best role. Texas says, I'm far from a KP homer, and I don't have high hopes for next year. But how funny would it be if we started out hot and got to number one in the ACC right before the ACC SEC Challenge? Oh, be so Best hilarious. team in the ACC, and we can't play. Now there was—I think it was—it was Pitt that a few be. years because Pitt's had a few hot starts under Cable where they've kind of fizzled out. And I think there was a year, two or like three seasons year. ago, where <laughs> where where Pitt was like either ranked or receiving votes, and they weren't playing in the in the ACC SEC or Big Ten Challenge. So you I mean you do run that risk, but I'd love to have that problem. That would be fun. That'd be so hilarious. Texas Trevor Kelsey, everyone, the man, the myth, the legend, Ziga Ziga. <laughs> I want to. I want to get. I want to go to the rabbit hole proof for that because I don't think. Uh, I told you I tried. It's nothing but porn results. <laughs> well, I get it. It's like Spice Girl lookalike. I'm like, oh no. <laughs> the cartoon clips you'd see on. It's some pretty day. bad. That's what I assume. I didn't click on any of them, but it's like it's. There's no shortage of page of results. I'll wait till I get home on my own computer to try to search. <laughs> Texture says uh, the dating with Katie woman is a basically a real life female version of Will Smith in the movie Hitch. Did you like Hitch? I liked Hitch. Yeah, I like. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm a Hitch fan. I mean, it's for a rom com. It's I liked it. Yeah, I agree. I thought it's. I mean, I wouldn't like bend over backwards to tell somebody to watch it, but I'm, I, yeah, I'm a fan. When it's on, and something else on, I'll I'll, I'll, I'll leave it on the TV. Texas says, I've always thought the ocean is no place for swimming. <laughs> it's their world. It's not ours. Yeah, I mean. It is their world. We're in, we're in their home. You went in the ocean, though, recently. I did. But I don't like, I, I still, I'm always, like, I'm fine with it. But like, You're not going, like, to where you actually swim. You're, like, neat, neat high water only or something, maybe? No, I mean, we went out there a little bit further this year. But, I mean, I still have. Virginia was all about it. But she's, I mean, she's still three. So I was holding her when we went out to course, places yeah. where, like, you know, like, it was a little bit dicey, but yeah, we weren't all the way out there. But we'll go. I mean, I used to really like just like body surfing. Like that was what we thought that was. Oh, fun. I had a boogie board. That Atlantic City trip I'm telling you, I told you about I had a boogie board. But you do get out there at a certain point and you're like, you know, you always hear the stories of you know, most shark attacks happen in like you know, knee deep water. It's close to shore. And when they get in, you know, we always do like the stingray shuffle. Like Barry always taught me about that. Like you're supposed to like shuffle your feet in the sand so they can, you know, step on anything and they can. When they feel the vibrations, they'll like swim away, so you don't step on a jellyfish. I was gonna say jellyfish. You ever hit by? You ever stung? I've been stung by jellyfish multiple times. I've it never sucks. been stung by. One. I would. I've never been stung by a bee. You you said that. Before. Yeah, and now now it's to the point where I'm like I'm kind of scared of bees. Like I don't want to. It's like I guess it's like TJ with his fast food burgers. Like I just don't want to like break the, the streak. Yeah. yeah, I don't want to break the streak. Yeah, I just don't. I had a very long not vomiting streak that I broke. Like cliched uh, senior prom night. <laughs> 
<laughs> I broke a streak in my in my product. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> I I just remember like, I went outside to I was like it was at my buddy's house, but like it was one of those where I'm I'm gonna go pee on that big tree. And like <laughs> it just happened. Like I just like threw it and I was like it was one of those where like I like, had to do like a double take. I'm like, did I just did I just yak? Like I've I haven't uh, like, puked and so I'm like the streak's over. I'm like do I tell people about this? I feel like every man in their life has made has the sentence. I'm gonna go pee on that big tree. I'm gonna go pee on that big tree. <laughs> I was like it was my best friend's house too. I've been over there. Sorry if you're listening people. Uh, like I'd been over there a million times and I was like I don't think I've you know I think the last time I, I yacked was the last time I drank screwdrivers. Oh, I've thrown up from being just like naturally sick in the last. I, I had well, no, from just from just alcohol related, not being like. Oh, not from alcohol, alcohol, it's been it's been a little bit. Yeah, like that was and that was in college. And that was well, that was a rough one. Oh, I've, I've yeah, many oh. times since college. I was so, well, I just know you drank you drank more than I have since college too. I didn't drink a whole lot. I usually I was usually good about knowing when to stop and not hit that that barrier of, of vomiting. That night I didn't, which is also why apparently I. Pulled the cable wire out of somebody's TV and woke up in a bed next to my bartender. Well, that well, <laughs> we all have stories. It was it was a female bartender first of all. <laughs> Nothing happened. But the ocean know. does. The ocean does. I, I feel <laughs> I, I I get nervous out there for sure. It's like a cowboy talking about the rain. The oceans. She does what she wants out there. Texas says uh, <laughs> swimming in the ocean is for idiots. LOL. And then also says, there's no way that Bobby Petrino wrote that statement himself. That does, I agree with that's that. That's got a question, yeah. I think he probably helped. I think, I think, Minimum yeah. input. Do you think he, I mean, he just caused him to shed a tear? Mm, is he capable of crying? I'm curious. That's I, the question. I didn't think he was. I don't know. I can see Bobby, like, being emotional. I'm going to say no. I can see him looking at the camera like, I am crying. Don't you see this? He's like tears, tears, tears. Like, are you trying to force yourself to cry by saying the word tears? That's not the way it works. Are you legitimately a robot? Texas TK with the Paula Cole, LOL. Uh, the other thing about that song that I always think of is my little sister. So I was, I, I vividly remember being in sixth grade when that song came out because I hated it. Oh, I hate it. It's an annoying song, but yeah, I don't like it. I just thought it would be funny to play. Right, which means Katie was in third grade. So she was probably like eight or nine. And she, for the long, like, until she got older, Thought that the lyric was, "Where is my John Bonet? Not John Wayne. <laughs> the John Bonet Ramsey thing had happened, and she just never questioned. She's like, "Who's John Wayne? Like, I know who John Bonet Ramsey is. I'm, I'm assuming she's like looking for her daughter." <laughs> I was like, "No, that's, <laughs> that's not the lyric. Would have been taboo to that's, say at that that's time." That's pretty funny. Speaking of ta- that's, uh, you just reminded me of something. Have you seen the? Uh... I don't know if it's backlash, but have you seen the uh, the the Fallout Boy thing today trending? No. So apparently, Fallout Boy like really, and I I say this as if I know who Fallout Boy like really. Like, I know of Fallout Boy, but like I don't like I couldn't name you one song they've ever played. Like the only reason I even know who they are is because I remember a hostess I worked with. It. You don't remember we're going down, down in another year. Oh, that's them. And sugar, we're going down swinging. Yeah, that's Fallout. I Boy. did not know that. Okay. Well, they released a new song today. I just want you to listen to this since you don't even know what it is, okay? Okay, I'm excited. All right, don't be too excited. They're being bashed for this online. They say 90s, we did self fire. It's basically 99 to like 2010. Yeah, deep fakes, I don't think we're a thing until 
Yeah, I mean, hasn't they mentioned just previously 2000? My sister, I just mentioned Dead Like Father. <laughs> Your thoughts on this? Uh, it's a thumbs down for me. I agree, yeah. At first, I thought I saw it trending, and I thought they just redid the song. I was like, okay, I mean. The first tweet that I see is, Fallout Boys, We Didn't Start the Fire, does not have bad lyrics. No, no, no. The choice of words and sequencing therein far transcends that very limiting concept. This might, in fact, be the very worst combination of words in the history of the human language. One of my favorite YouTubers. Tiger Woods, MySpace, Monsanto, <laughs> GMOs, Harry Potter, Twilight, Michael Jackson dies. Yeah, you didn't hear that? He just said it was on the but just played. Hold on. Followed by Kim Jong-un, Robert Downing Jr. is Iron Man. Hold on, here we go. Obama, Spielberg, Explosion, Lebanon, Unabomber, Bobbit, John. Yeah, that's what I meant right now. Bobbit, John. More war in Afghanistan. Cubs go all the way again. Again? They didn't do the Obama, Spielberg, Explosion, Lebanon. Uh, I can't read that. Unabomber, Bobbit, Unabomber, John. okay, yeah. And when I couldn't read it, it was blurry. I Bombing Boston Marathon, <laughs> Balloon Boy, War on Terror, QAnon. Again, QAnon is a recent thing. This is this is not like '90s to 2000. The Balloon Boy was like 20 years ago, balloon, wasn't it? No, it was like 20, it was like I was working at a law firm, so it was like 20, 2010. With the, the fake Balloon Boy incident, okay. Balloon Boy, War on Terror, QAnon, Trump gets impeached twice, <laughs> Polar Bears got no ice, Firefest, Black Parade, Michael Phelps, Y2K, Boris Johnson, Brexit, Kanye West, and Taylor Swift, Stranger Things, Tiger King, Ever Given, Suez. We should do a little version of this song. Oh, God. <laughs> we can win for games. We can do it. <laughs> I don't even want to say what first game to my mind. <laughs> Shinzo A blown away. Good God. Megan Markle, George Floyd. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're, they're all over the place. That, that's current as Jordan recently. 23, YouTube killed, MTV, SpongeBob, Golden State Killer got caught. This is terrible. Golden State Killer? Yeah. Is the Zodiac Killer? Golden State Killer. Oh, I remember. I, I do remember they that. They caught him after like years. Yeah, years. I do. I those, do. Those remember, yeah, 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 I remember seeing that now. Yeah. What's the, in, like, the, in the still of the night or the, 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 night, like, the woman who wrote the book? Who's married to, um, uh, who's the the short little actor, kind of pudgy actor, uh, co- comedian? Um, oh, If he is, I'm surprised he's alive. Usually those guys are dead by 27. Oh, who, who what's his, oh, he's going to drive me crazy. Artie Lang. Now. No, 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 no. He's in, he's actually in Veep. Oh, I don't watch. I never saw. I never really watch Veep, so I couldn't tell you. God. I probably know who he is, though, don't I? Yes, I, I'm just. This is a complete. Somebody help me on the text line, please. I'm driving me crazy. Um, he's he's very famous, and now it's just completely. But his wife like wrote the book about the Golden State Killer, and she died of cancer before they actually caught him. But like her, oh, that's crazy. She played a huge role in like actually them them finding the guy. Peyton Oswald, thank you. Oh yeah, he was in a very underrated movie called Big Fan. Patton Oswald. Patton Oswald. Patton Oswald. Yeah, he's uh, he does the voice in the Goldbergs. Have you said? Because thank you. Everybody. You, you like the wrestler, right? Yes, I do like the wrestler. The guy who wrote it used to be the editor for the Onion. He wrote the wrestler, the plot line. He wrote that that movie, but he also wrote a movie called Big Fan with Patton Oswald that didn't get as much credit. It's not as good, but it's still. He's a Giants fan who is just obsessed, and he runs into one of their better players, and the Giants player like beats the crap out of him. But he like doesn't want to do it. He doesn't want to set up for a story. He doesn't want to hurt the team, so he like refuses to press charges and all this other stuff. And it just yeah, it's kind of an insane movie and not one you expect Patton Oswald to be in because it's not very comedical, but it's 
I don't know if I can move past point. these Fallout Boy lyrics. I'm, I'm sorry. I know we're trying to talk about other things. I I, I can't move past this. <laughs> the, the, they came to my attention. A YouTuber I, I'm a big fan of uh, called uh, Adam Buckley. He he posted this video with that's how I saw it and with the comment, "If YouTube was ever going to bring back a dislike button, it would be today." And it had to, to I, I don't think I'm ever going to be the same. <laughs> SSR eyes. Prince and the Queen die. World Trade Second Plane. What else do I have to say? Really? Oh that's that, that's you couldn't find something else to rhyme with say. And in the same in the same like like uh, verse, they're talking about Tom DeLonge and aliens. The guy from Blink One Eighty Two, who's very into aliens. Was he? I didn't know that. Yeah, I saw him in concert. Jeff Bezos, climate change, white rhino goes extinct. I mean, white right? There's a white white rhinos are extinct. Apparently. Not well enough, apparently well enough to, to known to be in the same verse as the second plane hitting the World Trade Center. Does, is, that the, is that the verse that has all the school shootings that looks like Sandy Hook, Columbine? No, no, no. Sandra? Not, not in that one. Okay. Although I'm not. Anyway, we got to go to break. I, I, can't, I can't focus on this. Uh, we'll go to break. When we come back, we'll wrap up the show. Take some more text from you guys. Look ahead to what's ahead uh, tonight <laughs> in the world of sports. Hopefully James no there. more Fallout Boy lyrics. The Mike Rutherford Show in 1450 and 96.1. Big X. Every song starts with a W. Oh, I like that. That's good. Everything that's. How else can I play? Where have all the Cowboys gone? <laughs> True. Uh, except for Fall Boy, they kind of they kind of fell in the mix. Well, so. let's say also I don't know. Squeeze themselves into the conversation. I, I've said it's one of the, like, especially in recent comedies, which I've been hard on. Like I did like Where the Millers, so that was a funny movie. And uh, like, you've seen it, right? I have seen it. Yeah, the scene where the, the dude, does, the kid does the rapping to this scene. Yeah. Like, I don't know why I just always, I picture that being you as a kid. Like, because um, you, you, you've talked about how you. I was good with song lyrics for, yeah, yeah it, it definitely. I was a little bit older than I think that, yeah, but yeah, that was. No, that was, I mean, not when that, when I came out, but you just, that being you, a version of you, I could see. That was probably me. Yeah. yeah. That was, that was definitely me. I also seeing now that CPAP is the number one trending topic in America right now on Twitter. Yeah. You are I, a CPAP I, guy. You're I think it's the CPAP base. Fella. It's our base suit of this presidential office. Joe Biden leaves the CPAP machine. You in the, you, you could be president, Trev. President TK. <laughs> I mean, that's the thought I could be the the mayor of Washington D.C. If I, I felt this so confident, is that why it's trending number one, or is it because the the dude on Fox is making fun of him for it? I, I think they were making fun of him for it. They're like, "How can we trust Biden? He's a he's a CPAP." It's like because it's the new guy who took over for in Tucker Carlson's slot on Fox. The, the oh, is that who it is? Yeah, uh, he, apparently he's make, he's like taking shots at Biden for wearing a CPAP. Okay, this is America. The country. 
Are we that bored today, people? I, yeah, we need something to go is, on. That, is that really? I mean, can we get back to like pra- praising Peyton Hillis or ACC SEC challenge? I mean, Cam Reddish is trending. Did he do something? What's Cam Reddish up to? Uh, Airbnb. I saw that you know they've taken a massive hit. I've seen they're they've trending for uh, people starting to come around, huh? People are really starting to come around. Oh, they're, I've been telling them side. for years. I mean, and you all listen to me, uh, the first tweet that comes up, and this is I'm. The Blazers are expected to let Cam Reddish enter unrestricted free agency. I thought he played for the Knicks. No, you think of R.J. Barrett. Oh. Cameron, I thought he played for the Hawks. No, you're thinking of Trey Young. No, but didn't Cam Reddish? <laughs> <laughs> I thought he played for the Bulls. First of all, they have, they have more than one player on their team. You're thinking of Zach Levine. <laughs> didn't Cam Reddish play for the Hawks? And they who drafted him, right? I, I could not tell you. I, do I really care? I assume he uh, <laughs> could not care less what camera is. Uh, yes, he played three first seasons with the Hawks. Then he was with the Knicks, and now he's with the Blazers. There you go. Technically, I was in some way right. <laughs> he was traded as part of a four-team deal, and that's all it says. <laughs> and then he included the Hornets and Sixers. Doesn't even include one other player in the deal. <laughs> not, not a good sign. No wonder he's getting cut. Yeah, that's not good. All right, we got about 15 minutes left here before we get out of here, and I hopefully go home and just sleep this massive headache off and feel better tomorrow. But we will turn to you and the Thornton Sex on until then. Actually, before we do that, we got to mention our friends over at AirServe yeah. of Louisville. God, it's, it's, this is going to be a hot week across the South. We're, we're going to get the worst of it, thankfully, but it is going to get warmer here for the next four or five days. If you have air conditioning problems because of that, or air quality can affect air conditionings as well in HVAC units, give us AirServe a call at 502-785-8600. You can also visit them online, airserve.com slash Louisville. It's A-I-R-E-S-E-R-V.com slash Louisville AirServe. Available for you 24-7. Again, call them any hour, any day. If you've got a problem, they'll come out to your place of uh, business or your home and fix it. No questions asked. 502-785-8600 is the phone number. AirServe. We love those guys. Um, okay, 502-414-1450 is the Thornton's text line. Texture says, make the Kentucky tournament every four years and include every single college team. I would love this idea. It would take a huge... You describe the NCAA tournament? What? Would you say do a tournament each year? And buy- the, the Kentucky tournament that I'm talking about. The tournament of only Kentucky college. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I would like... You'd have to do it like the... Yeah, like they do the FA Cup in England and the U.S. Open Cup here, where like the the big schools get buys past the first four or five rounds. You would have to let the the D three schools and the the NAI schools like they would have to battle it out in the early rounds, and then you know, at most Louisville or Kentucky would play I don't know three or four games because you I think every four years is a good way to do it because you would have to carve out a whole four on your non conference schedule. You'd have to to make sacrifices to play this thing, but it would be fun. I mean, imagine imagine like I don't know Transylvania. Who just had their girls' team, their women's team, win the national title at the D three level? Imagine they get hot, beat a couple of teams. Maybe they beat like Eastern Kentucky in the round of sixteen. They get to play yeah. Louisville or Kentucky in the quarterfinals. That'd be fun. That'd be cool. That'd be Not a lot for us to gain, but it still would still be fun. Texture says, "I miss Trevor." I'm assuming this is a KRC texture based on their history. Oh, that or they just didn't know I'm here. This is a. <laughs> Did they think I'm somebody else? And <laughs> their most recent text was from April, and it was if, if Oscar transfers, it will be an embarrassment to our program. And then today, it just says I miss Trevor. I assuming it's scares. Well, I miss you too, Texter. They miss you. Uh, Scoot said, as someone who worked in a restaurant, you'd love the Bear TK. Okay. Scoot seal of approval. What does that mean to you? What am I, Scoot? Um, 
Well, I mean, the fact that his number one sitcom is My Name is Earl, I learned today, I, that does that does help. There you go. You can also love mine. Yeah, I mean, some of the sitcoms he mentioned, I am a fan of. So I don't think he's ever given me a the a recommendation for a movie. I do know he is obsessed with the Harry Potter tr- uh, movies. And that's not you think. That's no, no. That's a, that's an age right there. That's that's all age difference. How, I, I how noticed, old is Scoots? He's ten years younger than me. Is he that much younger? I think he's. I think he said he was born in eighty nine. So yeah. So yeah, he's like 30, 30, 33, 34. Yeah. Yeah, that would, that would fit because I remember the first Harry Potter movie was coming out when I was a senior in high school. I didn't even know they were. The movie came out. A girl was kind of hanging out with one to go see it, and I had no idea it was even books. I'd never heard of Harry Potter. So I hadn't either, and I had a friend. I, I actually, it's one of those weird like memories that just stuck with me. I was at a a party at a friend's house who had gone. who was a big soccer player, and it was after one of their big soccer games early. And he was talking about how he's going to go see the Harry Potter movie the next day, and. I was like, I don't, I don't know what that is. He's like, I actually read the books a few years ago. They're real, they're, you know, they're, they're young adult, but they're really good. And I, that was the first time I'd ever heard of it. So I, it missed me, but it was right in my sister's wheelhouse, which makes sense because she's about Scoot's age. So when did the books come out? The books came out in 97. So, I mean, I was 17. I was, but a lot of times, my, I was like focusing that, like, on a lot of other things than Harry right, Potter books at 17. But a lot of times, like, I think stuff like that catches fire after there are a couple of them already out. Like, I think they got really popular in, like, I want to say around 2000. Again, I'm 20. Yeah. yeah and that, We're both a little too old. Far from my wheelhouse of, yeah, learning what that is. Like, it's crazy when I watched the movie The Boyhood, uh, Boyhood, which I think I did dub for it for some reason and took it away from the 70s show. But uh, the movie Boyhood, which I don't remember, I think you thought was okay. I, I liked really, it. I really like Okay. I can remember where you were on it. I really like it too. Uh, and there's a scene, there's the, the, the part of that's when they do it to the Harry Potter phase. I remember watching that scene, like, how, man, they are obsessed with that, like Star Wars level. Yeah, it was a big deal. Yeah. Now, where was I? Where, man, You're I'm too old for it. Which is so weird because the drugs back then weren't that good. Yeah. Speaking of working in restaurants, my cousin has a valid theory where in some countries, there's a text, by the way, where in some countries, <laughs> some are required to join the military for a year. Uh, in the U.S., people should be required to work in a restaurant for a year. I wouldn't say a year, but you should have to, like, you should be. You should have to work in a restaurant. What do you think about the theory? I've, I've heard people say that a year's you know, too long. We should be like one of those countries where everybody has to dedicate a year of service to the government. Like you have to be a, a government employee or you have to be in the military for a year. We should be one of those countries. That sounds like a dictatorship. Well, I mean, a lot of democracies have that rule. Do they? Yeah, just, like one in one. Just giving back. I mean, you have to do it in England, I think. <laughs> Isn't that right? I don't not, okay. Are you asking or telling? A I don't year know. of service? I don't know. I know you have to do it in like, I mean, China and, and Korea and, and, and those countries. Asia. <laughs> you're not. You're kind of helping my point in this over here. Well, not, not not the bad Korea, <laughs> the good Korea. No, it's not a dictator thing. They they do it in China and Korea. And <laughs> now, I mean, it's there are other countries. I mean, I I couldn't tell you. I mean, I just uh, I don't know about the government thing. I think the restaurant one I would I would be a fan of because. Austria. I, I feel like more. Again, <laughs> you're not helping there. Austria. <laughs> they were. They were part of. They were part of the, the Nazi regime. They were well, not by choice. I thought they were. They were on their side. Greece, they? Um, Cyprus, Cuba, Chile, Brazil. Um, there are 85 of them. Okay. I mean, you, you helped out a little bit better with moving on down. Russia. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is really <laughs> Switzerland, Spain. Okay, Switzerland, Sweden, Switzerland. Really? I thought they didn't care. I thought they were neutral about everything. Turkey. Yeah. 
Vietnam, Venezuela. <laughs> Vietnam. England not on the list, by the way. My, my, one, <laughs> answer, my one answer was a swing in the miss. You were 0-85. Complete, complete swing in the miss. Canada? <laughs> I know Canada's not on the list. Mexico? <laughs> I mean, that was – the restaurant, more people, I think, deal with the restaurant than they do with the government, right? Yes. <laughs> Only in America can I say that probably. <laughs> Uh, Texas, Strange Wilderness is a hidden Justin Long. Oh, good call. To- is there a movie you haven't seen? That is very good underrated. Very sophomorically raunchy. Not like Shadow Howl level, but it's Steve Zahn. He's a uh, he's a, like a Jacques Cousteau. Like, uh, uh, Strange Wilderness is the name of a show he does. And it's just going downhill. He inherits it from his dad. It's, it's It plays like four in the morning on a TV channel. And he decides to go find Bigfoot to save the show, and the antics ensue from there. Sounds fun. It's actually it's it's actually a decently funny movie for yeah for for a late night stoner watch. Texas Justin Long Barbarian is a good movie. I don't know that one. There you go. We movie you haven't seen. I mean, I'm I'm assuming it's not the same one with uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's Conan the Barbarian. Texas Trevor Be Real. That boogie board didn't do any boogie. <laughs> No, I was like eight or I was young. It was foam. <laughs> this is gonna sound bad, but I, I I didn't actually buy it. I acquired it. Oh, you stole a boogie board? I did. I know. Watch. Bad Trev. I know. Bad Trevor. I didn't. So bad Trevor. Whoever Derek, my buddy Derek took one too, and we went. We couldn't afford it. We, my, my mom was. We were like two bucks. I know. Mom was still pissed about all the movies we ordered, and she's like, "You're not getting a boogie board." Ever that, since that a was, kid in Virginia Beach got attacked by a shark near me, I've been out on the ocean swimming. Well, that'll do it. If somebody got attacked by a shark near you. I mean, in that Jaws theory? What do you mean? I mean, the, the whole shark in the water thing? Well, you see yeah. Jaws, you don't want to go anywhere under the water? Well, I mean, this guy had a, a, a person attacked by a shark near him. That would, it's not, once again, <laughs> it's a real life experience. It's not a movie. It's a little bit more extreme. I don't understand the difference. I know you don't. <laughs> Um, I mean, if you saw a, 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 an automobile wreck, would you, would you stop driving though? A little bit different. I mean, you, maybe you. I think driving is more of a necessity than swimming in the ocean for the vast majority of people. I don't. I don't swim here. <laughs> to, to Michael Phelps on a daily basis. Texas. <laughs> I think I was witness to Taco Bell to TK's Taco Bell girl slash boy today. I was at the Taco Bell right off of Hair Lane. That's, yeah, that's and a small black man with a crazy feminine voice was my cashier, and he said something about it being the anniversary of a Superman movie coming out. Not only did it sound like a girl, it was a very strange voice in general. And if you notice, he always wears a mask, too, that has like the evil grin on the outside of the mask. So this is the same person. Uh, yeah, he always, always still constantly wearing a mask. Your once love interest, which turned out to be not a love interest. Yeah, unfortunately not. Unfortunately not. We could hang out, though. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he could. He's, I, I, he's, I don't know if he's how old he is. It's hard to tell. But <laughs> this is five o'clock hour. I was being racist. But it's, he, but like most of his references are like of some stuff other than Uncle Buck. Like he references a lot like newer stuff that I'm like. Well, he's younger than you. Yeah, he's got to be younger. Like I, I'd say if, at best he can't be more than like mid twenties. Texas says. Um... Trevor, us and Mike don't think you and John could do a show, little amongst many shows that would necessitate the entire need for a show. So what give you confidence that John wouldn't kill you? I always felt bad for Stacy in that movie. I could have too. I, so he was so mean to her, and then it turns out she's pregnant. 
This is Trev. I hate to tell you, buddy, but there's already been a Louisville We Didn't Start the Fire song. The old local morning show, uh, Rocky and Troy, that used to come on 95.7, did a song called We Live on Dixie Highway, which was hilarious. That's funny. I don't know. Rock, I don't remember Rocky Dixie and Troy. I, it sounds familiar. Are you sure you said it wasn't Bob and Tom? I know Bob and Tom. I know Bob. You, I don't see you being a Bob and Tom I was fan. not a Bob and Tom. Guy. I love I had Bob. friends in high school every morning oh, came in talking man. about Bob and Tom, and I, I never listened. I had the discs. I mean, the... The the I, I would I don't know how much I'd pay to have a collection of all the the the, the Harry Carey ones. Like we interviewed Rick Pitino, you know, I mean, because after he signed with the Celtics, he's like, "I'll be your bodyguard. I'll take a bullet in the hand or foot for you." <laughs> Jeff George, David David Justice, when he asked if Halle Berry was must be on him. <laughs> Sounds great. Oh, it's so good. Oh, I love it. I miss Bob and Tom. Texas says, can Trevor explain Jaws theory, please? Don't want to go in the water. It scares you to where you don't want to, like, you're afraid to go in the ocean now because you saw Jaws. Like, maybe you watched Airplane 77 and you don't want to fly anymore. There you go. Texas, is Trent Dilfer a massive tool for saying he's going to snitch on any coach that tries to recruit any of his players at UAB? He's coaching at UAB now? I didn't know. (laughs) I didn't know that either. It's like when his daughter showed up at Louisville, no one knew. <laughs> Only you didn't know. <laughs> uh, Same person says the Bears not a good show. Says it's a massive snooze fest. I mean, it's Trent Dilfer. Is, it, is that snitching? At some point, everybody in the text line has called every show today like too boring. <laughs> yeah, they have. Everyone's like, this show is the greatest show of all time. That show is boring as hell. Have we ever found a show that everyone loves other than this one? Other than this one, no. <laughs> That's a good line. Come on, I like that. Yeah. I did that for yeah. um, Texas, did Trevor just say hard on? Probably. Most likely. The, the better question is what was it in context to? Who knows? I don't. The sad thing is I don't either. Texas Cowboy. <laughs> it wasn't for that. <laughs> Texas, this is maybe the most bizarre recruiting image I've ever seen, and it's the picture of John Calipari with a, I don't even know who this is, Kentucky player. They're is that the guy they just signed? I saw that they signed a player from 2024. Yes, yeah, Santos, Santos Serial. I wasn't even close. Um, I don't know if I'm close. I mean, you know, one of us is right. Like a Game of Thrones character. It is a weird. It's a weird. It's a weird image. It doesn't look very good. Did the chair just break? Is Josh breaking stuff back there? I think so. Texas says oh, the, the backpack fell. Never mind. The best sports TV series is Brockmire. I know you love Brockmire. Brockmire right? season one. Is that what it was? Season two wasn't bad. It just. It just started getting a little. But season one, the Joe Buck scenes alone. Oh, he, he, he snorts her birth control. <laughs> good, good stuff. That sounds great. This person sends a oh, he sends a link to the story of a of a per, the shark attack that he's talking about that it happened next to him. Oh, the kid died. That's yeah, not, that that'll keep me out of the ocean. A boy ten dies after a shark attack in Virginia Beach. That was it's the the great uh, scene in Sarah Marshall. If you get bit by a shark, you're gonna go back out there. You're gonna go back out there, aren't you? No, I'll probably give up surfing. <laughs> he's, he's, no, he's like yes. If you fell, if you got attacked by a shark, would you give up surfing? Like, yeah, probably. probably yeah. <laughs> 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 First of all, I saw that I laughed very hard. No, my still my under. I don't know if it's underrated, but it's, the weather outside is weather. weather. I still say that on a daily basis, almost. Texas Bob and Tom Sean Bradley bit was really funny. He'd bang his head on a doorway and talk about how he felt all go funny. <laughs> I mean, the Captain Obvious. 
This is Duke Tomato singing Lord Help Our Colts on Bob and Tom was classic. I mean, some of the, Bob and Tom still do a show. I don't. I think, didn't one of them die? No. It was based out of Minneapolis. Is that right? Yeah, they, that's where they were based out. I haven't listened to it in so long. I know when Harry died, they would do some like shows from heaven, but they mostly replaced it with the Marge Shot Show, which was, wasn't bad, but it wasn't as good as Harry Carey. And then, of course, anytime a celebrity died, Harry Carey was, would interview him, which was, was great. It looks like Tom still does the show, but Bob retired at the end of 2015. Okay. Tom's and it, 70. And they had the, I can't remember the girl's name. Uh, it looks like Christy she, Lee. Christy Lee, she did sports, yeah. He still does it. She does. She Chick did. McGee, Christy Lee, and Josh Arm. Yeah, Chick McGee. Yeah, that's, that's, I, the, the last third one I don't know, but the other two, they were big parts of it. Yeah, they're still doing the show in Indianapolis. Still, the only thing that, that, that was always the big knock on that, and I get it, was the, the canned laughter that there was always in it. Again, I, I never really listened. Yes. I don't have any frame of reference. I loved it. I mean, <laughs> Captain Hobbies, when he couldn't figure out why the video wouldn't work, turned out he rented a head cleaner. <laughs> thought it was a dirty movie. <laughs> Remember the VCRs, the, the tapes, the oh, yeah. tapes? That was one of my favorite skits. All right, we've got uh, we got baseball tonight. Again, Reds, Orioles. We also have the bats are playing tonight, right? Yeah. What time do they play, Josh? Bats are 6 05. 6 05. Yep. Yeah, uh, he should be connecting here soon. Indianapolis. No Henry Davis, though, because he got called up already. Yeah, he's already playing. He's already ripping doubles. Right, bats yep. in Indianapolis right here. We got Reds at Orioles. Rubber match tonight from Camden Yards. Luke Weaver going against uh, Kyle Gibson. Uh, Baltimore is a fairly heavy favorite of this game. Do the Reds pull out the series victory and hold on to first place in the Central? TK, what say you? Uh, Gibson's dad was a pitcher, I don't think, wasn't he? Um, but uh, and Luke Weaver has won five straight. But it ends tonight. Orioles win this game. Luke Weaver has not won five straight. He's one and two. This tweet I saw from tweet, a red reporter said he'd won five, his last five starts. No, that's not true at all. Well, red reporter lied to me. Yeah. Damn you, Wick Terrell. You <laughs> <laughs> bastard. He went three innings in his last start. Between you and Jeff Drummond yesterday, I'm really I'm you you guys are making the list. <laughs> Luke Weaver has not gone past uh five innings in his last six starts. Maybe that's what they meant to say in the last five starts. <laughs> uh I, so well, you ain't gonna make it out of the night either. Uh I'd say Orioles win by by two. I think the, we've been wrong about every game in this series. Yeah. So I'm I'm picking the Orioles as well. It's a, it's a genuine pick, but I also hope that I'm very wrong about it. Uh, if if not, we can blame we can blame Danny if it, if it's true. He's there batting practice right now, just scoping out. I always players. blame Danny. It's, it's probably, I'll say Orioles 8-6. Do something, Luke. This is, the, this is my dream lineup tonight. I'm excited about it. We just need some starting pitching. Uh, enjoy whatever you got going on tonight. we got Louisville Bats Baseball on the way next, so keep it locked right here for that. We'll see you guys tomorrow back here at 3 o'clock. Coming home, Mama. Waterfalls, please stick to the rivers and the lakes.